Welcome to the Paper Dungeon Podcast. In today's episode, after managing to retrieve a relic of Clovar, the party prepares to leave Pandemonium and head back to Gambit's Keep. However, because of a madness that took hold of Abanthi, he leaves the plane without the rest of the party to a place he doesn't realize he knows. Without Abanthi, the party is forced to find a new way home, and Abanthi must confront an old friend. All this and more in today's episode of The Paper Dungeon. Hello and welcome back to another episode Hello, of. Hello and welcome back ah, to another episode. Ah, of... Hey, can you Sorry, not? I have I have switch open on the screen over here so I can comment ah. on things sometimes, but I forgot to turn the mic the sound off this time. I'm so sorry for that. Wow. So right. we had so welcome much back. Time. All right, start uh, from the top, guys. It's Hi, welcome back to another episode of Paper Dungeon. We're so happy you're here. Um, as you guys can see, Grant is not going to be joining us tonight. Um, he is um, taking a personal day, and so we're going to continue on, and he'll be back next week. Um, but before we get started with tonight's episode, as per usual, we do have a few quick announcements. Also, Drew, I didn't tell you this, but you're doing Grant's announcements, so I'll let you go last. We'll start with Aaron, though. Yes. Hello, everybody. We have social medias. That is, is no, wait, that's not my thing. Isn't that Lydia's that's thing? Lydia to social media. I just went like straight into I just went straight into what I do on table scraps. Sorry. Sup everybody. All we have a website, www.thepaperdungeon.com, where we have a merch store where we sell stuff that has our logo on it and other fun stuff like that. And speaking of merch stores, there's another person who happens to have a merch store here. Their name is Lydia Corinne. Um, and that's and that's website, LydiaCorinne.com. Oh, uh, sells cool art, all of our uh, overlays and all of our character art. Pretty much anything that looks arty that you see on stream was done by Lydia. Um, so check it out. You can also commission art from her. She's very good at her job and likes money. So send it. Well, it's kind of helpful. Money so, is great. It's, it's a useful tool. Uh, Lydia, what are your announcements? Hi, friends. We have social Hi. media. We have Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, Facebook. Don't go to Facebook, though. Um, so you should follow us on all those other things except Facebook. And, <laughs> and yeah, we're other places, and we'd love to see you other places as well. You know what we should do? We've talked a lot about, like, what we should do with the Facebook. We just need to have one post that's just, like, a, a, a boomerang of Lydia just, like, shaking her head no. <laughs> like, disappointedly shaking her head no. That's yeah. it. Speaking of disappointing, <laughs> I forgot to mention that we also have a Discord. It's a really rad place where people who watch us and people who don't can hang out and chat and uh, say good morning to each other. And sometimes I stream morning, games on there you. and stuff like that. And you can suffer through backyard baseball to me. Uh, and it's, it's a bad time, but it's a great time. Yes, exactly. Um, so yeah, so head on over there. Also, if you are a subscriber, sometimes we post some cool stuff in the sub-only section uh, from our Patreon that I'm pretty sure Drew potentially might talk about. Drew, your turn. What are you going to talk about? You got this, buddy. I believe in you. Well, guys, so as the official stand-in for, for Grant's announcements today, uh, check us out on uh, podcast platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Right, I guess uh, all the other places the podcasts appear. I don't know. Podbean, uh, I think. Podbean. I think we still I mean, have Podbean you can't stuff. go to Podbean to watch us. Yes, that's very true. Uh, so, yeah. And if you are a podcast listener, thank you. And uh, we appreciate you guys. And uh, you guys you guys are a 
true champs because the patience of that you guys have is is amazing. Um, also, check us out on YouTube uh, at the Paper Dungeon. We got shorts. We got previous episodes. We got one shots. We got previous table scraps. It's great. Great time. Great way to great place to to catch up on stuff and content. Eventually, we're gonna have some uh, cool stuff over there to help people catch up even faster. So uh, be on the lookout cool. for that. Um, also, support us. Uh, yeah, yeah. I was getting there. I was about to get there. I, I, I knew, but I I felt that I'd support you from the background. If you guys want to support us outside of sharing us with your friends or subscribing on Twitch, you can also check out our Patreon at the Paper Dungeon as well. Uh, we have cool one shots that come out uh, about approximately every, once every month. Uh, and then eventually some more stuff is going to happen uh, as uh, the year continues to roll. Uh, I know Aaron has big plans for that. Uh, Gain some some additional cool content there. So check it out. Uh, we also also have a Kofi. Uh, nothing's like you. That's just a way to give us money. Yeah, it's just fun. But you, you don't necessarily get anything out of it. So it's really you know. fun for us, though. That's yeah. true. It's nice. Um, also, true. Uh, you got got in chat. Uh, yeah, Wander's, Wander's complaining. Like, that the podcast hasn't been updated. She's running out of episodes, so that's pretty devastating. Look, Vonder, I promise, I'm trying so hard. Uh-huh. I worked 40 hours at at my job where I'm only I, supposed to work 25. Excuses. To yeah, to be fair, Drew worked a ton this week, and he's starting two businesses outside of TPD and his full time oh, job that he works. So he's got the he's put his nose to the grindstone. He's I mean, working hard. Just to be fair, aren't Wanda? Wanda, I promise. <laughs> end of the week end of the week i'm gonna have at least one more episode on there one more. you know that's okay. a problem that's that is, four hours that's another day I was of work say, don't make a promise you can't keep but I think that's a pretty that. achievable one you know, yeah. you know solid yeah. goal. Think you got solid goal. yes way to set the bar low drew <laughs> you know then you can <laughs> just try to be honest just saying if you blow it it's going to be even more devastating because of how low of a bar you set. you know that is true actually yeah that's right with the low standards that we set here at tpd let's go ahead and roll the clip drew <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Nico Muris, a world of lost legend and forgotten lore. As the world, still recovering from the decimation of the trial, approaches the turn of the century, ancient evil returns with a lust for darkness and ruin. Follow us into a planar conspiracy as powers beyond your imagination plot the downfall of all that is right and good. Three years have passed since our heroes fought a war to reclaim a fallen land. Now, they must once again take up arms and write a new story, a tale of glory, fear, and fortune, as they make their way through the Paper Dungeon. And we are back. So, in our previous episodes, our party has made their way to the Plain of Pandemonium. They are doing this in search of the Plains of Illavere, this um, long-lost battleground um, and kind of ground zero for where the events of the trial, uh, basically an era of divine judgment, 
started out on the material plane. After that trial, the planes separated and many of the places on the material plane became the outer planes, so on and so forth. But the party has been making their way to the plane of pandemonium to find a specific item. They're looking for... What are you whispering at each other? I sneezed and Aaron yeah. said, bless you. And I said, thank you. Continue. Yeah, we were just being genteel. I, I, just, I, I missed the sneeze, so I, 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 I didn't see that. Anyway, I'm so sorry. So you made your way to the plane of pandemonium, searching for an item, um, a, a remnant of a lost figure, one known as Clovar. Someone that you've learned to be one of the nine Vesht lords, an ancient race um, akin to that of elves, humans, and dwarves during the initial plane of wisdom. And one that you are looking to resurrect through your newly discovered and successful ritual that you used to bring back Melora. In order to do that, you went to the plains of Illiver. Once you arrived on the plane of Pandemonium, you immediately fought the sun. It was a great time, you know, more like dodged the sun, we should say, kind of like shirked it a little bit um, before then proceeding to go on and fight mirror versions of yourself, battle the winds. Um, eventually, you met uh, a ancient silver dragon by the name of Tavut, the voice of the lost. Uh, she was banished here after she lost her um, bid for the throne of the dragons to the current king, Rikorum, and has been here for the last couple of years or so. With her help, you guys were actually able to find the plane of the plains of Illiver uh, after traveling for a little bit. These plains are an ancient battleground. You can see torn down buildings, ruins of a city, uh, broken down trees. There's floating um, bits and pieces of rock that's chained down. And at the center of all of this destruction is a pure white globe of light. As a small ring of rock around it and as you approached it you noticed that the gravity began to shift um with that shifting gravity it pulled the four of you uh, or all six of you uh up into this globe well, what you discovered was that this globe was a, a set of trials to see if you are worthy of entering into really the true version of this area and a place where you could truly find exactly what you're looking for. For Aventhe, the question, or I should say, not just for Aventhe, but for all of you, the key to entering into this area was answering the question, what do you seek? For Aventhe, it was power through knowledge. And while there are many interpretations of that, it was found that Aventhe was not worthy to join and so he was rejected and shunt out of this globe of white light and also a little minor detail he's dealing with some minor madness so he currently doesn't remember exactly who he is really at all anyway um he's kind of down to down to the software basics of him um and so once he was shunt out he didn't know who his party members were or that he was friends with them and under the pressure of being attacked, he just left. Returned to the material plane to find himself on a uh, rocky mountainside, uh, familiar to his past, but unfamiliar to him currently, at which point he hunkered down in one of the shelters here and is currently waiting out the night. The rest of the party, Edward, 
Cather, and Renaya all went through their own separate trials. Uh, Cather looking for redemption, Renaya looking for true love, and Edward looking for peace. All of you went through your trials and learned a little bit more about yourselves and what it is that you're truly looking for and what you can do about it before it allowed you into this ancient area. When you all arrived in this plane, it slowly revealed itself to you and the history behind it as the beginning of the trial, the, the start of these events unfolded as you watched Lon and Tari cast judgment over the world and uh, bring down destruction on the non-believers through these six ancient figures, um, these, these entities of destruction that she brought with her. After you witnessed that, you were allowed to move through the, uh, the remains of the city. And as you did, you noticed that on any of the citizens and people that were um, brought down through these events, there were uh, glowing items, something uh, integral to their character. And you realized that if you were to take one of these, this would work as one of the material components needed for the ritual as a way of connecting the soul to a body, kind of the medium between uh, the two needs. Knowing this, you went to the center of the city, a place where someone like Clovar would lie. And you found a dead tarim tree, one of the symbols of Cather's girlfriend? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Significant other. Yeah, S.O., you know. Uh, Atrasil, uh, one of the prime goddesses of the war domain. That, along with the iron sparrows, another symbol, and Atrasil's swords actually embedded in the base of the tree, all led to... Uh, all led to why <laughs> don't do that i already struggled to focus uh, but this all led you guys to question what her involvement was here but hanging from the hilt of those swords was a chain with an adamantine uh tarum fruit one of the fruit of these trees hanging from it and you quickly realized that this was a remnant of clovar you took it you felt the power before it just kind of relaxed a little bit and you were all then able to leave this vision, this kind of separate demi-plane within this plane. After so, you found yourself back on the plane of pandemonium, howling winds, Abanthi was gone. Um, thankfully, Tavut and um, Volna had made their way outside of the city, and Volna was um, able to find a little bit of shelter beneath Tavut's root, uh, wing. You all joined her for that shelter before eventually casting Lehman's tiny hut and to have joined you in that. After which you discussed and you were like, I don't know where Abanthi is, I don't know what's going on. And we kind of just left it there with you guys trying to figure out what your next steps are, how to get off this plane without Abanthi, and what you're going to do moving on from here. So we're going to pick up right there with uh, Cather and Renaya. You guys are hunkered down. Um, you can take a long rest, you can take a short rest. I don't know what exactly you guys are wanting to do, but we're going to pick up with you guys. So with that in mind, what do you guys want to do? I think a rest would be good. I've used uh, up some of my higher level spell slots, so I'd like to get those back. 
Seeing I mean, as we're kind of stuck in pandemonium right now. Yeah, I mean, yeah, we can start the process of a long rest. I mean, because, like, I suppose, yes. Here, let me speak in character, shall I? Uh, a, a longer rest, I'm sure, would be fine. I mean, since we don't ne exactly know where Abanthi is, you know, it would be best to try and recover some strength because we don't know how long we would be here. Do we know of anyone else who could perhaps recover us, aside from Abanthi? Well, in the meantime, I can cast Liamon's Tiny Hut. This is, I'm just stepping in as Edward here. <laughs> yes, I believe that's what that I happened. assume. I believe that happened like... at the end of the episode, yeah, but thank you. Right. I just really want to make sure. I can cast um, it as many times as you need. It's a ritual. Um, like, do we think that, like, Gleshka or somebody could could try to help if if Abanthi isn't back soon? I don't know. That's more of a you question. That's more. I of... like the lizard are you, boy. Are you, are you asking? You are not Edward. <laughs> Is that Renaya asking Drew? That is Renaya asking Catherine being meta. <laughs> is Leshka able to do that? Uh, I will say from from your experience with Leshka, he he's quite adept at traveling uh, via via teleportation. You have not seen him plane shift before. Uh, that's because I, mean, I wasn't high enough level. I can. But I now can, he would I be high enough ask. level. You know, I'm. I think I need to spend some time yeah, if, swapping yeah, some if, spells out. If but we, then yeah, I and can. If, we, if we need to rest first, I just, I can't do anything as Cather. I'm worthless in these kind of situations. But you are useful, Renat. As I look to Renaya and Edward, and I, I would look to Abancy, but he's not here. Well, thank you. Um, um. And I know Leshka is also quite capable. Uh, but I don't know. I, I don't know. Just throwing ideas out there in case we need them. Uh, maybe I could, um... Oh, actually, let me look at that and see if I can do that first. We need a pair of sending stones. That's what we need. We um, need a pair of sending stones. Where you know, Lesh you and would think has... at this point we we would have gotten some, but we uh -huh. really yeah. It's been mentioned. We have a we do have one sending stone that goes to a dead guy. Yeah. Wait, don't I have one with Valna? No, I thought you had talked one. about getting some, but you never. And then you never did. Way yeah. to pandemonium. You were like, "Man, it would be really nice if we had these, right?" But we were we were given one to talk to the dead general, who's dead now. Uh, <laughs> it's true. You have half of one. Yeah, we have half a single. We have a sending stone. I wonder, you know, but who knows? Maybe somebody picked that up. Oh no! So I we could just talk just to just some dude. Person. They're like, they're like, <laughs> what? The, the don't place don't place. talk to me. Hmm. Okay, yeah, I think a rest do do would be good. All right, well, I I can take first watch. I I'm feeling pretty good overall right now. So. Okay, I'm gonna. How how long does it take me to swap out spells? Um, technically, oh. I mean, tech, I I mean, according to the book, it's I believe like it says after you finish a long rest, you can change your spells. Yeah, it takes but, about um, one minute per spell, if I'm remembering correctly. Yeah. Yeah. So. so Whoop-de-doo. Yeah. Like, yeah, the actual time itself it takes to is just, it tech it says, you could you could technically only do this after a rest. But, you know. Okay. You can change it. It's our game. We can do whatever we want. Finish a long rest. Preparing a new list of cleric spells requires time spent in prayer and meditation. At least one minute per spell level for each spell on your list. So, yeah. Just a long rest. Okay. Cool beans. Then we'll do that. 
and Catherine will kind of stay up for Wait. you know to keep watch so he doesn't have to do anything. Perfect. Um, Cather, there is um, Volna and Tevut. Would you like to talk to either of them, or do you want to fast travel this travel this uh, long rest? No, uh, nah, I mean I don't think there's anything he feels like he needs to talk about right now. Perfect. Um, your four hours go by. Um, the howling winds are hush quite a bit. Um, go ahead and make a perception check for me, just while I'm here. Perception, that's a fun one. Uh, 21. 21? About three and a half, four hours. You're, you're pretty close to getting ready to switch over. Be just about as technically Lydia as you are finishing up your long rest so you can switch out your spells um, since you are an elf. Um, when you kind of notice a little globe of light in the distance. Uh, you guys had separated yourselves from the plains of Oliver quite a bit trying to get some decent space and so yeah. you know that this isn't like the pure white globe at the center of the plains. Yeah, no, that's behind us. This thing is in front of us. Yeah, 100%. And with the 21, you see the glow kind of kind of flit around like it's kind of a like a firefly or something. Uh, no, not a firefly. Fireflies are like, mm, mm, you know, it's kind of more like almost fairy-esque in nature where it just kind of flits and slides and glares. And then you feel the rumble. It's just a gentle thing. You almost have to like put your ear to the ground to really get a sense for it. Mm -hmm. But there's definitely large footsteps coming. Hmm. That's not fun. What would you do? Uh, I will. As I mean, I'll I'll wait a moment to like kind of gesture to Renaya since she's still focusing on her spells. I imagine for just a couple minutes. And I'll turn to uh, to Volna and Edward and say, "Do you also feel that? Hear that? That that rumble? Almost like D DM. You said it sounds like footsteps. Yeah, kind of a rhythmic kind of crashing. Uh, yeah, and then he'll, he'll kind of just sit and wait f f until Renaya seems to be aware of her surroundings and out of her yeah. meditation as you. Volna answering you goes. Um, I don't hear anything. Hmm. After uh, a minute or two, Renai, you'd finish your setup. Renai mm. immediately is like, what is that rumbling? <laughs> <laughs> With their passive perception. Yeah. <laughs> uh, do you also see uh, kind of out in the distance, it looks like some sort of lights, like almost like a small little globule. Do I see it, DM? Yeah, as you look out, um, you see this little flittering uh, glow, kind of a warmish-orange glow all around. Um, after a little while, though, it begins to go off into the distance out of your view, and it's dark all around you once again. Oh, okay, that's neat. Um... Do we follow it, or, like, what are we supposed to do? I mean, I would prefer. I, I'm just. I was just worried if it was like gonna come find us and like attack us. 
Because, like, we still have four more hours in the bubble of safety. And... Do you think it's another sun? You know, depending on how far away it is, it might actually be another sun. You're totally, you're totally it's correct. It's moving a little weird to be a sun, but it's also pandemonium. So. It's also pandemonium, that's right. Or it could just um, be a really unfortunate, like, little firefly who just, like, had her, is having a really bad time. Just banished to Japan. Bashed by the winds everywhere. Just absolutely wrecked little Firefly. Got caught up in the wrong place at the wrong time. Yeah, no, it just it happened to be on something as it was banished and just uh instantly gone. Yep. Just saying, Fireflies into the Undermound, they are notorious criminals all the time. Is that rumble coming from the same direction as the little light? Uh, as the, yeah, as the light kind of got brighter for just a little bit, the rumbling got closer, and now that it's disappeared, the rumbling's gone. Oh, okay, that's that's good, that's a good, I like that. I mean, do you have a way to figure out what that might be? Uh, probably not now that I can't see it. My favorite Um, spell, sixth level. I mean, I was thinking if she, if, if she happened to have like a scrying spell or something, I mean, I, I could I could send she pockets. She could, in theory, scry on the lights and get a better view of it. But I don't. I'm gonna I send pockets. Know. I summon pockets. <laughs> He's like, he just like summoned him just into your hands, and he was definitely sleeping, like drool coming off. He's kind of laying all about. Okay, first of all, wake up. Second of all, did you deliver the message? Yay! I kiss his head, and then I'm like, okay. Um, there's a cool little light over that way with rumbling noises. I need you to go and look and see if you can see what it is, and I'm gonna watch through you, okay? Uh, he, he, he looks at you like, what? Just, just, just go in that direction. And I'm uh, gonna, I'll guide you. I'll before, talk, I'll talk you through he, it. Don't worry. Before okay? he leaves, he hops uh, down. Edward, yep. Edward is gonna pull out his loot and strum a few notes and say, uh, I, I don't, here, Aaron, you're gonna have to say this, but he's gonna yeah. say, you got this. You've got this. <laughs> I'm gonna say he's, he's giving him bardic inspiration. You can, you can, Go you can say yes. Go get his no, little yeah. guy. Fetch or whatever you do. Okay, then, anyway, Pucky, let's go. <laughs> he kind of, uh, shambles on out. Uh, before running into the darkness, hoping to see and find something. And I just um, go, whoom. <laughs> yeah, 100%. Like watching. Uh, go ahead and make a, I'm going to say a survival check with disadvantage. But he can add a D8, right? Yeah, I mean, you can use the inspiration. Add a D8. Is this my survival or his survival? His survival. Okay. Well... We'll do your survival because it's probably higher, but okay. still with advantage, with disadvantage. Okay. Let's see. That's an eleven, and that was a natural one. Uh, so for with with inspiration, this one one four, uh, sixteen. Okay. Hmm. Okay. But it is um, a natural, natural one. one is pretty good. You send pockets out, and he begins exploring this darkness. And with a little bit of guidance from you, you guys search a pretty decent range in front of you. Probably a good one to two hundred feet or so in front of you. 
And after about five minutes or so of searching, going out, you know, your hundred to 200 feet, as far as pockets can see, and as is where at the moment the light is gone and the rumbling's no longer there, it seems to have turned away. Do do I hear the rumbling still from where, where I'm at? No, you do okay. not. Well, that's a good sign. I summon pockets again. Oh, that was All the right. worst thing I've ever done. I <laughs> scratch his head as I continue on. Well, I don't uh, see shakes it his at leg all. Like a dog. So, like, I don't see it at all, so. It's not a factual representation of what pockets looks like. I just want everyone to remember this. I mean, pockets, pockets is in fact like a small unicorn. We should get you a stuffed pocket. That would be. Don't think I haven't thought about it. <laughs> uh, okay. Well, if that's the case, all right. Well, um, I don't know what else to do now at this point. We're just kind of holding out and waiting for for Abby or someone. Uh, I mean, I could stay up for a little bit longer, maybe while you message Leshka, just so we can all maybe be on the same page as to what's going on. Okay. I cast sending to Leshka. There is a chance it doesn't make it to him. Yeah, it's 10%, right? Um, 5%. Unless it's 5. Yeah. I'm sorry, are you sending, are you doing a message spell or sending? Sending. Oh, I see, I see. Oh, okay. I see. Your girl don't uh, have messages. Okay, let's look. Let's go it's ahead and not grab great. your... There we go. Um, I believe in you. Well, what are the chances, well, right? That was a 6%, but yeah. ooh, still works. Woo! Nice. So what is your message to Leshka? Hi, Leshka. We're stuck in pandemonium. Can you get us out? Remember how this spell works. Don't use too many words. Or say, um. Yeah, you're, you're good. You've got one more if you want. Love, dog. Bye! <laughs> nice. Leshka. Or in this case, Andrew. Uh, in your mind, just so you, you know, you're aware, you have been um, patrolling the Valley of Kings, right. if you remember. Um, last time you guys talked a few weeks ago, you um, had informed the party that there were um, parties that had been exploring this area as well. So far, none of them had um, found anything, but you were a little bit concerned about it. Uh-huh. Well, an update to that. Uh-huh. People definitely are getting very, very close to lurking in, and you're pretty sure that you know that you're pretty sure that people know that you are there and that you are guarding something. And that's a little bit concerning to you. So yeah. something to be aware of. Okay, fun. So you get to make is, the discretion on if you want to leave okay. or not. Is is Leshka with anybody? Like you does were, he does does he have any colleagues from like the scholar's guide or anything? Um Audrey. These have never gone well, historically. Odd. Uh, you have one other person with you. One other person. Name is Rorik. Ooh, Rorik. good name. Good old Rorik. Rorik, writing that one down. Elf. Ranger. The half, nice. The half elf ranger. 
Yeah. Hmm. Ranger. That's not very helpful. <laughs> I was hoping for, you know, like a wizard or another sorcerer, you know. Somebody You're the can... wizard and the sorcerer. He's the guy that actually found the place because he knows how to find things. That's, That's his true. skills. Um, okay. Dangerous. Like, and, and have these people, like, do I, like, know, like, actively, like, there are people currently here looking around? Yeah, 100%. No, you don't know where they're in camp because they, they switch out things. Uh, I, I should have had you guys do, like, a scrying on Leshka. Um, would have been much better. But, um, what you know is that there are multiple parties that have set up camps but they're kind of roaming camps that and specifically with the intention of um keeping you guys off guard of each other you guys are kind of playing this game of like cat and mouse to uh to kind of see what's going on mm-hmm. of note there is one member of this party that you've seen with a uh golden mask that billows smoke that's not good I think that's probably unrelated. <laughs> so that's Lesh, real, that's you have received bad. this you have received this message yep. that you guys are in pandemonium. Uh-huh. What are you gonna do? Okay. Uh, what do you say? Thanks for the updates. New developments at King's Canyon or whatever it's called. Uh close enough. The Valley Where of Where are we King. dropping, boys? Va- Valley of Kings. I'm thinking, <laughs> King's Canyon because of Apex, yeah. Uh, Valley of Kings. Gold mask figure. Other parties searching close. You've got eight left. Can't leave. Will send somebody from library. Bye. (laughs) All right, well, bad news. What's the bad news? Valley of Kings stuff is going down a little bit. A little Um, bit? Or a lot of bit? A little bit. Person with gold mask with billowing smoke. Okay. That's not good. That's very bad. Yeah. So that's that's happening. So Lushka can't leave. He says he's sending somebody from the library to uh, get us out of here. But um, who knows when that will be? Right. Okay. Okay. I love being trapped on different planes of existence for extended amounts of time that we don't get to decide on. Yeah, it's, it's real That fun. makes me so happy. Um, God? Right. <laughs> Anyway, so, so DM to clarify what Leshka is going to try to do. Yeah, no, maybe. Uh, he knows some very powerful people from from the library who have uh-huh. capabilities of traveling between planes. Yeah. Uh, he's going to send a message to one of them to be like, "Hey, can you or somebody else from the library go into Pandemonium and find Fate's Gambits and bring them back to the material?" Oh, we're good. Had two two words left. <laughs> Synced to the point. We're going. That's how it's done. Book here. Hey guys, this is the uh, point in time in the episode where DJ flips all the through all the books he owns. Mark it down your bingo sheets that we haven't updated. So here's here's the issue. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. 
So they can get to pandemonium. Yeah. Easy. You know, they walk through the library. Life is good. Yeah. Okay. Once they're on pandemonium, they have to find you. Correct. Mm-hmm. The locate object spell, bless you, only finds people within a thousand feet of you. Correct. So what you are asking someone to do is to go to the plane of pandemonium to potentially lose their minds to find these people that they might not find and then bring them back. Easy. Correct. <laughs> that, this is a okay, pretty easy step see, one, okay, step two. Let's see, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Uh, let me, let me, give me a moment. I'm going to double check and thing. Now, granted, let's look at this. Let's look at this. Oh, let's look. Let's just explore the option. We're just going to see how feasible this is. Does anyone have feasible, the teleport spell? Well, that's because that's what I was thinking. Surely somebody has the teleport spell, and as long as they've met somebody from the party, they could just teleport to the party. And Renai was at the library for like a three years or something. For some I mean, for amount, six well, months. less than three years. I mean, it was six months. Uh, yeah, six months, three years. Who met, you know, Edward okay. and Cather from their time there. Yeah, too. No, I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. All right. Okay. Okay. I I see that. I see. Um. Yeah. No, that should work. Huh, I see you. <laughs> so now they need to be able to cast teleport and plane shift. We're doing some heavy, heavy metal math today. Okay, so how many, what level of person? Well, plane shift is level seven. And so is teleport. So they need to be able to cast two level seven that's, spells. That's, oh shoot, I actually don't know if you get up to uh, two seventh level spells in a day. Well, that just means that they'd have to have an eighth level spell slot as well. Yeah, they would oh need yeah, to that's be, fair. They would need to be 15th level. Yeah, so as strong as the party. Yes. Where's fifteenth level? You get eight levels. Avanti, you have eight levels. Destiny Scamble. Yeah. Where's Destiny Scamble? You, you think that they would help us? They would yeah. just leave her here to like, die. Hey, we just got rid of our rivals. Okay, so we need a fifteenth level character that works at the library that would have met Renaya. Okay. So okay, give me one second. There's because there's like there's a guy that I'm I'm thinking of. Oh, the alchemist. No, <laughs> the crazy no hands. One. The, the one that tastes everything. Absolutely. Not, not him. I don't, I don't think it's him. The one that doesn't like us because we the first spawned an we abyssal portal library, into his room. For uh-huh. the first time we went to the library, there was there was like the second like like the second highest ranking person at the library that Leshka talked to as his because he's like his boss, who's like mm-hmm. insane, a very powerful wizard because and he wanted mm-hmm. to go to Terracolmos's keep. Because he specializes in like finding magical objects and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I would I imagine he would be at least fifteenth level by now. Probably. Probably. Yes, Renai. Do you have a Do you have a comment? Question. Well, I was. It's kind of out of game. Little meta. But. <laughs> like this there, whole conversation hasn't there, been that. <laughs> is there a different? Are you wanting us to take a different route than trying to find somebody through the library? There's options. Uh, I had planned for you guys to be stuck here until Aventy can show up, but if you can find a way to break that, I don't mind that. That's, that's, that's fine. That's you know. my solution. I, I presented my case. I, you I presented your case. Mm-hmm. In the hands mm-hmm. of the person who can actually make it happen. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Tell you what, Drew. Here's what we're going to do. We're going to leave uh-huh. it up to chance. Okay? Don't do that. <laughs> I'm going to give you a solid 33% chance that this is going to work. Okay. That's one third. That's one third. That's that's pretty good. 
So here's what we're gonna do. You, or actually, I'm gonna have Aaron. Oh God. <laughs> You're going to make going me to a villain and I'm not even here. Aaron's gonna roll a d4. I knew for one, a fact you were going to say that. On a one, it will succeed. Four is a re roll. Re-roll. Yeah, okay. Yeah, sure. great. I'll roll my die. Yeah, I rolled a three. Okay. So unfortunately, Leshka calls his people, and unfortunately, those who are powerful enough to actually be able to do what you're asking to do are not available to do or that. Or don't have the spells. Or yeah, or they don't have the spells or, you know, all these different things, whatever the level, whatever the reason is. Unfortunately, you're not able to find someone who would be able okay. to do this for you. Um, I have another idea. <laughs> I what banish are you, you guys I are being creative, but I, I respect it. You guys are everyone awesome. over the course I have of another, the next eight hours. I, I have another idea. I'm not a huge fan of it, but I could send pockets to Graz to get you guys out. I'll stay here and you guys just go find Abinthi until you can get me out. Well, okay, counter counter option. Actually, correction, adjustment option. You call Graz to come pick us up. Before he gets here, I banish you out of here. You'll get sent back to Material Plane. Gross comes, picks us up. We're all out of there. Okay. I like that adjustment. <laughs> I don't have to stay in pandemonium alone. <laughs> okay. Let's do that one. <laughs> okay. okay. Pockets. <laughs> you have an assignment. I need you to go and... Um, actually, I should probably like write this down. Because... Okay, hold on. Um, and then I write a little note... And it's basically, um, my friends are stuck in pandemonium. I'm technically here too, but I'll, I, but Cather's going to get me out. It's complicated, but can you please help us? <laughs> she puts a little heart and then folds it up, hands it to pockets. Okay. You got to give this to Grotz. Okay. Like pronto. He then does like the military like strut with like the straight legs. And then and then tell me tell me what his answer is because I have to get banished before he gets here because I can't see him, remember? Perfect. Okay. <laughs> so I picked that up. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Uh Aaron, I love you. Um, you uh send pockets back to his home plane a little few minutes later, um, uh, yeah, okay, yeah, sure, sure, why not? Um, a few minutes later, do you have a mental link with pockets always? Is that how familiars work? Or, well, you know, I, I have a them? special, like, uh, up, my thing because of update yeah. deal yeah, okay, lets okay, me cool. telepathically link with them. You, you, uh, you hear the equivalent of, yes, got it. With okay. a little bit of flair that I can't say on stream, you know? So, banish me. Banish me. Okay. I will uh, banish Renaya. And because she's not, her native plane is not pandemonium, she goes back to the material plane. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh, Otter, Renaya. That would be really awkward if I just go to the abyss. <laughs> oh, no. Someone didn't think okay, of actually, that. Now we're, now we're going to do two Otter events. All right, what's, what's your first one? I got an odd. Okay. You don't go to the abyss. Okay. Excellent. Another otter even. 
Another odd? Okay. You don't go to Fate's Gam to Gambit's Keep. We'll figure out where you go later. Where do I go? <laughs> it's okay. Who knows? I I've prepared for this. Kath is like, I'm ready. I'm ready Can to I play. Poo I poof like pockets. <laughs> um for the rest of you, which is I guess you drew. <laughs> Drew. <laughs> Uh, along with Volna and and uh, Edward and Tevut. Mm -hmm. I'm going to say you have a few minutes to figure out. First of all, prep Volna for meeting the Prince of Pleasure. She's never done that before. Um, also, what the freak you're going to do with Tevut? I mean, she can, come, she, can, she can just come with us, right? It's a great Did question you? that you've asked today. <laughs> I mean, okay, because here's the thing, right? Like, we told her, hey, we can get you out of Pandemonium, too. And she's like, that would be great. And Gross can do that just as easily as Abathy can. So, now, whether or not she want, is allowed to leave, we can't do anything about that here. So, I was, I was presenting opportunities for roleplay to ask her, but you, you rejected this possibility. Oh, so, never mind. I, well, I, I'm sorry. I thought you were talking to Drew, not, not Cather. Hey, Catherine, thought... do you want to talk to people? Sure, I'll talk to people. Because if you remember, I was like, hey, so you have like 10 minutes to prep your sister for meeting a demon prince? Well, and yeah, I was getting to that. You're gonna do I was answering your other questions first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Catherine, you have like 10 minutes to do this. What okay. do you do? So, Catherine walks over to Volna. It's like, okay. Here, so, just Hi. in case you didn't pick up on everything that we were just talking about right over there, okay? So, Abathy's gone. We don't know when he's going to be back. He was our ticket out of here. But we have a plan B, okay? I just okay. banished Renaya to back to the material yeah, plane. All right? She's done. I, I'm, I'm focusing on that right now. Once it's done, she's she's back in the material plane, and she'll be good. If she's not back at Gambit's Keep, I have a way to find her using my nifty helm of teleportation. I'm going to teleport to her, grab her, teleport back. It's going to be great. Okay. If she's, but the rest of us, are, we're going to pick up a ride from the Demon Prince at Grotz. I don't know if you know who that is. Uh, Grotz the is demon the demon. Part I don't like. He's he's the demon prince I mean, of pleasure, who uh -huh. I did not like at first. However, Renaya, you get has, over it. Yeah, Renaya has managed to make him actually a pretty cool guy. So it's it's this is Renaya's boyfriend, right? Yeah. Well, I mean, I think they're a little more than just boyfriend girlfriend at this point. I, I they might even actually be married. I looked at Edward like I don't know, but maybe. Uh, anyway, so significant that's, other. So he's gonna be here probably fairly soon to come pick us up get us back to material plane it's gonna be grand okay. um he's just forewarning he's really hot uh but stick close to me you'll be fine um yeah okay i think i got all of it you got it you feel you feel okay yeah. i mean you're you're pretty cool now like you're like you're a hard adventurer apparently because you could do like all these monk things like what did you wait when did I, you start doing that hold on, hold on i just want to i just want to rewind and go back to my favorite line in that whole thing plan b i just banished renaya <laughs> <laughs> um well no i started studying at the monastery a, a, a little bit ago i kind of picked it up really quick it's amazing what grief will do for your drive to like accomplish something so yeah um, okay, Demon Prince, we're leaving. I like that idea. Got it. Grotz, don't flirt with him. He's Renaya's. Okay, got it. All right, we're good, we're good. All right, I think I got this figured out. Uh, and then I'll turn to Tavut. Yeah. And say, okay, so to, uh, Grandma, Tavut, 
Um, in case you didn't catch what I just told ah, you. Yes, dude. What to... was this again? Yeah, okay, so, plan B, right. Basic oh, wait, rundown. Oh, talking to my good ear. Basic rundown, plan B. Okay, so Abmathy, he was our ticket out of here. He's not, we don't know what's happened to him. He's gone. We don't know when he's going to be back. So, our plan B. I just banished Renaya back to the material plane. She'll meet us back at Gambit's Keep. I have a plan to get her if she's not at Gambit's Keep, but so we'll be okay there. Also, uh, Grotz, the Demon Prince of, Pre of, of Pleasure, is on his way to come pick us up. He and Renaya are very, very close and are our lovers, and so we can count on him to help us out. Uh... Don't be alarmed. He's not an enemy. Um, yeah, he's gonna he's gonna but, be here in probably a few minutes to come to come get us out of here. Uh, yeah. Drew has like an imaginary timer on his wrist, like countdown yeah. to garage showing yeah, up. Like, it's like, all right, we have like five minutes here, people. All right, make sure you're ready. Make sure all your stuff is good. Uh, so yeah, to vote. I mean, do you have? Uh, is there any issue with that? Are you like you're still down to come with us, right? Like you still want to get out of this place? I would love to join you, dearie. But, uh, and she kind of like rolls up her sleeve and you can see, uh, Sick tat. this branding on her. Um, it looks kind of basically like a circle with a, a dragon's tooth in the center of it. Uh -huh. I cannot leave unless we were to remove this, uh, uh -huh. which requires, um, some special components. Uh, if you could find an Arkenflower, uh, what is an Arkenflower? It's... Where where would we find an Arkenflower? Um... Summons her chair. Starts rocking. Um, I don't know. Okay, I never what does, had to look for one. What does an Arkenflower look like? It is uh, a small flower mm. with uh, large white petals that kind of Pulse with, with uh, energy. Okay. White flower, pulse with energy, small. Cather is checking his watch that just has I an mean, hour hand with Grotz on the end of it, a minute hand with Renaya, and a second hand that is pockets. <laughs> uh, Do I uh, DM? I mean, have I ever heard of an Arkham flower before? Make Do a I history check. It? Or uh, uh, let's make a, a nature, nature check. Yeah. No. Those are so rare. I rolled I a four on die, so that's a five. No, you never heard of an Arkenflower. Okay. Need to uh, find Arkenflower. Get Rorik on the phone. Rorik's <laughs> gotta be good at this. That's true. He's a ranger. He knows what's good. Man. That grand here, it is so so much empty silence without him hitting random sound effects all the time. It's true. It's it's true. Devastating. I need to get me one of those soundboards. Yes. 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 Lydia, stop okay. it. <laughs> and are you okay if we try to leave and come back for you? Oh yes. Oh yes. You you live your life, dearie. And she's like smacking your cheek just a little too hard as always just <laughs> okay i'm so sorry I wish, we, I wish we could be more help sooner but there's a lot of things that we're trying to accomplish in a very short amount of time can you leave the the bubble uh well the bubble will be here for another f f three and a you've half you've got hours. a strong three and a half hours <laughs> 
Okay. Well, here. And she pulls out hand-knit scarves for everybody. Take, take these and go. Um, find a flower if you feel like it. Don't worry if you don't. Um, give me a call. I, I love hearing about your guys' lives. I've probably only got about three years left to live. <laughs> I'm retired. Uh, yeah. And At I this point, we'll just, just hold tight for. No, yeah, it, it works out great because about ten seconds later, you see this little uh, burning ember kind of come up and create this little door in your reality, and uh, it opens. And you see Grotz in his uh, full demonic form, so about 12 feet tall, uh, stepping through. Purple skin, he's wearing his nice clothes, he's got the crown of horns, whole nine yards. Good stuff, all that fun times. Um, I believe I'm supposed to pick you all up. Hi, Grotz. Pleasure to see you again. Uh, thank you Pleasure's for mine. doing this uh, uh, for us. Uh, we were in a real kerfuffle without you. Uh, you Most remember Edward, blood. of course, myself. Abathy's gone. Hey. We don't know what happened to him. Uh, this is my sister, Volna. She's pretty great. And this Lovely is Tavut, the grandma of, dra of dragons. I think I've heard of you before. Oh, that's very nice. That's very nice. And she kind of gives him a good slap, too. Oh, oh okay. All right. Um, well, she reached real high up. Just, she suddenly stands. <laughs> Just, <laughs> she grows to meet his, to meet his height. Really, what it is? I, I, actually, what I should say, she pats his abs. You know, yeah. Uh, like it makes it sound like a bongo drum. Just, um, well, as much as I'd love to stay here, this is a horrible this is place. A terrible place. Yep. We should leave. Yes, we should. Uh, and uh, and first, and Volna yep. steps through, and then and uh, you, I'll usher and Tivut just kind of like puts her hand up. I'll be staying, and then goes and rocks in her chair. Yeah, she unfortunately, uh, she has like a brand that's keeping her here. For, like, we're, with this, we're going to try and fix that later, but. Mm, okay, all right. Um, and so, uh, Edward and Catherine, let's go. We all uh, leave. You all step through um, and have the immediate relief of not having, like, turning off a, a white noise machine and actually, like, being in actual silence for a second. And you're like, oh. That's kind of nice to this not constantly nice. have my ears bombarded by even small amounts of noise. Uh -huh. um, as you step into the Argent Palace, Graz's home on uh, whatever layer of the abyss he lives on, I can't remember. Um, you know, the one. The one, yeah, wherever he is. You guys step into the palace um, and you step as you step into this room, um, Grotz then leads to the other side, opens the door, and you realize that you're on the room adjacent or opposite of the hallway to Renaya's room as well. You guys have been in this room before when you stayed the night here a couple times um, several years ago, um, or not several years ago. I think it was several years ago. Before yeah, the several, several years ago. Beautiful. Um, so uh, I'm supposed to then get you to the material plane. Is that correct? Uh, yes, that would be most helpful. Um, while we are here, though, I am curious. Do you know anything about um, Archon flowers? Archon flowers? Yes, Ar Archon flowers. Yes. Um, it's uh, plants. It's created by the blood of dragons being thrown about a certain uh, a certain type of flower. I think like uh, a moon lily, I believe. Um, but it's a specific dragon, whichever one the ones that breathe lightning. Those ones. 
uh, blue dragons or blue silver dragons. dragons or silver dragons. Either yeah. way, I don't really I pay attention. I think that's correct. I think silver dragons. I think silver Whichever. dragons might be cold. I, that, that, I think that's true. I think, but it is one. I mean, it's one of the metallic dragons. So. I think it's like copper or something. No, because no, not iron. copper. It's brass. <laughs> Hold on, everybody. Hold on. Gotta check the dot. Give a second. <laughs> it's one in the. It's a blue, blue dragon. Just blue, and or bronze. Just uh, or blue bronze. and bronze. Copper, bronze, and brass. They're just so similar. Okay. So yeah. Uh, so, okay, a so blue blood, or bronze dragon, blue, the blood of one of those spread over a moon release. Bronze dragon on moon lily. Well, I know where you can get some of those. You're just chock full of them. The elves got them in spades. <laughs> well, Cather does have a garden full of them, so. I remembered the lore. Uh, right. Okay, that's. Very helpful. Thank you, Gross. Um, I'm sure. Any other I'm well. I, I don't think I have any other questions. I looked at Edward. Are there any other questions that I'm missing that we should ask uh, 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 him? Hey, Jaegerd Edward. Any other questions? What is your skincare routine? Because you just look <laughs> fantastic all the time. Uh, Do you exfoliate? It does wonders for you. Oh my I, goodness! I'm gonna have to ask Renaya for some. I will say, Renaya <laughs> isn't. Here with the rest of us. Um, um, yes, I am aware of the situation. Uh, Pockets does a good job, and he just summons Pockets. Oh, that's that's good. <laughs> oh, hopefully, we're, we're making progress in some of our goals of hopefully allowing the two of you to be reunited. So, um, I appreciate that. As he just like slowly covers your mouth, we don't talk about it here. Oh, my, I'm sorry. My bad. I mean, anyway. I mean, not that. Just shh. <laughs> Anyway, I am very busy. So, uh, as you know, if you go through the door in Renaya's room, it takes you to the material plane. Perfect. Thank you. You are very helpful. Uh, I open the door and and allow Edward and Volna to walk through. Okay, perfect. Um, They both walk through. Do you follow them? You I just stick around, you you know, I just just hang out. 1v1, you know, take the title. <laughs> no, no, I, he goes to Take out. I mean, what? Who said that? <clears throat> yeah. Uh, you all step through the door and find yourselves um, back at Gambit's Keep. Uh, Renaya. Yeah. Where am I? Well, I'll need you to describe the location, but you find yourself at one of the many locations that your family would pilgrim through as you traveled around, you had like several kind of home bases that you'd go through be like, hey, we spend like six months here, and then like seven months here, and then two here, and then we go back over here and do all this. So tell me about a location that it probably doesn't have your family at, most likely. That's a little awkward. Uh, um, yeah, just whatever you want. It's somewhere within um, Whatever the country of High Elves is, I can't remember off the top of my head its name, but it's a forested country, the entire place, so. I was gonna say, I'm, my brain always thinks forest. Yeah. Um, there's a bit of a clearing. It's within it, and that's kind of where they camped out, but it is tucked away and hidden. It's not really mm-hmm. touched. It's very mm-hmm. overgrown, things like that. Um, 
Yeah, that's probably unless they've been back there. It's probably just an overgrown forest. Okay. Um you find yourself in this familiar clearing, um, surrounded by the woods. And what's interesting about these woods is that they almost seem to stare back at you. You know, you almost always feel like you're being watched when you're here. What's interesting about this is you know that this is a place that your family would often pilgrimage to, but it isn't barren, I'd say. As you look around, you can see um, some of the fire pits that they'd make. You see remnants of some of the more um, permanent foundations that they use to create. They kind of have not quite yurts, but like long-term tent-like structures that they live out of. Um, and so you see the foundation of one of these or of several of these. Um, you can see some of the different areas where different rituals would be taking place. Um, some of the blood stoked so blood soaked stones um, and little little small altars that have been built. Um, go ahead and make a survival check for me. NPM to clarify, I don't know how soon I can be there, but as soon as I find out that, you know, Rindai isn't at Camp's Keep, I'm going to use my Helm of Teleportation to teleport directly to her. Yeah, yeah. And I'll bring the others along if I can. I don't know if that works within the confines um, of the helmet or not, but... I'd say with the, with the helmet... Sure, you can do, you can do, you, it's the teleport spell, so it's you and up to, like, eight other keys. Yeah, it's the teleport spell, so it's, like, you and, like, up to seven other people or something like that. Yeah. Eight on die for 18. Okay. As you... My survival's great. I'm so happy I'm getting to use it this episode. Yeah, it's good. Uh, Look (laughs) at us. Nature checks, survival checks, you're doing doing great. Um, As you look around... Um, and begin looking through some of the areas and kind of pick, um, like picking your way through a lot of this, you realize that it's only been a few days since they were here. We're talking, you know, three to seven days. So, but it's like, but they're not here. Nobody is currently here from what you can see. And you can you can tell us that there's tracks of them, you know, packing up wagons and, and beginning to leave and stuff like that. Okay. Um, and so clearly they have left, but they are only a few days into their journey of wherever they're going. Uh-oh. I'd say, so you got banished. I'm going to say it's about 30 minutes or so before... Cather and the rest of them actually end up back at Gambit's Keep. Give it another five minutes or so. Cather's like, yo, Renaya's not here. Cather, you search around. Volna uh, takes up shop. You guys can talk. We reconnect. You know, Edward goes and does whatever um, before you realize that is not here. Right. You pull out your helm and you're going to teleport to her, correct? Yeah, and I will bring along at least Edward. Okay. With yes, Renaya. Just to make sure that we're all together. While I'm there, I want to look for where my grandfather would stay. Okay, uh, pretty easy. He definitely has the largest of these kind of yurts. Um, and so you look at the several foundations that are around here, kind of basically pads that they've created, stone pads they've created to build off of. Um, 
and you find the location that he would have stayed at, it's largest of these pads, what are you looking for specifically? I'm just looking to see if anything was left behind. Okay, make an investigation check. Not great. Uh, that'll be an 11 total. Okay. Thankfully, what is left here is not difficult to find. Um, this pad is kind of a, a cobblestone type structure. Uh, it's only raised about, you know, eight inches off the ground or so. But one of the things that it has is um, these stakes that are driven into the ground, these permanent stakes that they've driven into the ground as tie down points for the tent. Um, and they vary in height and length and everything like this, but you can see tied to one of these stakes is a scarlet letter. Well, obviously I'm gonna read that. <laughs> yeah, you grab the letter uh, and you open it. And there's a very short message. Um, to my darling Renaya, your presence is constantly missed. And we wish to see you once again. We hope that if you find this, you are looking for us. We want you to know that your sins have been forgiven and we'd like for you to join us once again. You know me and I know your strength. Send me a message if you'd like to find us. And that's the whole message. Um, Love, I... Grandpa, Ray. <laughs> we'll, we'll say that. I don't remember his first name. <laughs> um, yeah, Renai is just going to sit holding that letter until Catherine shows up. Yeah, about two minutes later, Catherine and Edward, you both arrive in this clearing, about five feet or so away from Renaya. You see her sitting on the edge of this cobblestone pad that they have created um, as a permanent foundation for these um, long-term tents. And she's just sitting there with this letter, like barely hanging in her hands, like barely um, holding to it. I think Grant would approve of this. Since this is the first time ever that Cather is casting a spell of this caliber via the helmet, I like to imagine they both show up hugging each other, just screaming, Oh, words. Yeah. All right. Well, you cast this spell, Cather, and first uh, of all, you arrive and you feel nauseous. Okay, harnessing this level of magical energy as a not really a spellcaster, you know? Yeah. Um, you know, it's a lot, and yeah. you definitely like get there, and you're like, oh, okay. I think I'm going yeah. to. <laughs> you... Edward, just give me a moment. You can let go now. He like grabs the helmet and like holds it as a bucket for you. <laughs> Uh, just, just gonna... Edward never throws up, but he does make that noise for like the next. Catherine oh. <laughs> <laughs> does does manage for like ten minutes. He just no, just he doesn't hurl Catherine into the up. helmet because he's gonna put that back on. But he does like yeah. hurl into a nearby into like a nearby yeah. bush. <laughs> You're sitting there like looking down, maybe a tear streaming down your face. You know, you know. And then all of a sudden you hear ah, 
<laughs> and then he usually watches Catherine rescue just you. tosses the cookie. <laughs> and then after after Catherine composes himself for a moment, he's like, okay. Oh, Renaya, it worked. Great. Hi. Are you okay? I'm so sorry. Did we did we interrupt something? Minami's we can, like, about to ask if you're okay. I think I think I'll be okay. It's just the first thing I know. Dying. I'm gonna be okay. <laughs> you know how like when when we walk through those teleportation circles, it kind of churns your stomach a little bit. It felt like that, but just worse because I I think that's just because like that's the first time I ever cast that spell. You know. Uh, but I'll, I'll be all right. Yeah, I'll be all right. Um. Hi. Uh, hi. Uh, question. Did, like, do I, is, is Renai tearing up at all? Like, is, does she look visibly upset? Yes. Okay. Is she sitting down <laughs> or standing up? Yes, she's sitting down. Okay. Catherine will just slowly, like, uh, approach and kind of sit next to her and, and kind of, uh, just put an arm, an arm around her. It's like, are you all right? What's, what's up? Look where we are. Looks around. Well, uh, I can't say I recognize this forest. It seems maybe someplace up north, but not quite as far as Rivaluna. Is this? He kind of like looks to like the cottage. In, There's no cottage. That... You can oh. just see. What you would look at is the the remnants, like the remnants of a, of a campsite? term campsite. You know. Okay. Okay. So like just wagon wheels and like a campfire and stuff like that. No, no wagon wheels. Just, like, just one single wheel. Yeah, just Why one there wheel hanging from a tree. But like, you see a blood-soaked altar and several like cobblestone pads that you'd have long-term like tent-like structures on. You oh, can okay. see that there's several fire pits. Basically, you know, like if you were going to uh, to put it in Cather's perspective, if you were going to siege a city that you knew was going to take several right. years, this is the type the type of setting that you'd find that the soldiers would be setting up. Right, I can't okay. believe they would sacrifice wagons. Um, <laughs> is this... Is this where your family's from? I, I, oh, I'm sorry, I said the wind blew in my ears. It's one of the places they'll stay. What, one of the places? They, they move around a lot? Mm-hmm. I, I see. Um, and he'll kind of look down at the note in her hands. And did they leave that for you? Yeah. I see. Um, well, do you want to maybe get out of here? DJ trying to be inconspicuous <laughs> off in the corner is very distracting. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Do you, do you want to maybe get out of here and we can we can maybe process some of this back at the keep? Um. Or do you want to? I mean, well, we can just stay and sit for a little while if you'd rather do that. I I'd like to go. Okay. Um. Catherine will will stand and uh, help Renaya to her feet um, before putting the helm on again. It's like, oh, all right. We're not going to do that again, are we? Take my hand, Edward. 
no. And then uh, holding Renai's hand as well, he will begin to focus as the helm begins to glow and vibrate. And they all, I like to imagine they kind of like, like fold into one another, like kind of like how like, apparating works in like the world of Harry Potter. Um, it hurts so bad. So, you know, it's on his brain. Yeah, it is. So they just. You guys teleport once again to Fate or to Gambit's Keep. I always do that. Um, as soon as you arrive, Catherine, you need to throw up again. 100%. Yeah. He's just, he immediately, <laughs> immediately runs over to the kitchen and it's like. Renata, you're like, eh, whatever. This is fine. Oh, not in the sink. I just <sighs> assume the chef is there. <laughs> um, you guys all arrive at Gambit's Keep. My I, I know that we're only an hour and 15 minutes into it. I was trying to get to an hour and a half because it's going to be probably like a three-hour episode. But Ooh. we are going to take a break right now real quick. Um, <laughs> Lydia's like, yes. Dude, I've been wanting to eat my Reese's peanut butter cups for so long. 100%. So, yes, in case you didn't catch that, we're going to take our break real quick. And just so the audience is aware, this is going to be about a three-hour episode or so, um, not our traditional four-hour episode. And so we'll be back in just like 10 or 15 minutes. Don't go anywhere. We got lots of storytelling to do. We got to figure out what the heck happens with Abinthe and get this ball rolling once again. Um, So yeah, we'll be right back. All right. And we are back. So we are going to pick up with Abinthe Triplewoods. Abinthe, after you left the Plain Pandemonium, you found yourself on a rocky mountainside. Um... Along this mountainside, from where you landed, you could see if you went up some of these cut-in steps, um, steps cut into the rock, there is a small um, mountain cabin that rests on the mountainside. And if you come down these steps, it leads to a workshop. Um, You went into the workshop to get out of the cold and the wind um, from this high mountainous environment and you hunkered down in a corner, covering yourself with your cloak, pulling yourself in. And I believe, if I remember correctly, you had the best night of sleep you've had in a very, very long time, being free of your guilt, your regrets, your nightmares. Eight hours later, we're gonna say you wake up. Um, And we're gonna do a little bit of timing. So I'm gonna say you have just a little bit of time left as being Aventhe in the state that you are, just a few hours, we'll say. Um, So waking up in the morning, uh, what would you like to do? Um, I will uh, uh, stand up, kind of stretch myself out and unwrinkle my my cloak and whatnot. and uh, Abinthe's going to head towards the cabin because he's hungry and he doesn't know where he is. <laughs> um, you make your way up the stone steps before knocking on the heavy wooden door. You wait. You wait just a little while longer before eventually the door opens and you see um, kind of a, a sleepy looking uh, Goliath. Um, tower over you, about eight feet tall, um, uh, well built, but definitely not, um, you know, massive. You can tell that he kind of has like a swimmer's build where you can see mm-hmm. that he's really 
he's strong yeah. and has long muscles um, like a construction but, worker exactly you know <laughs> um but definitely not like a bodybuilder type build um he's wearing very simple clothes um you can see faded tattoos um on his neck um disappearing beneath his shirt and then down his arms and hands uh along with some on his feet as well as he is barefoot um he looks down at you Abinthi, before pulling you into a small hug ah yes and then releasing you Truly, so you must be an oracle. Hello, my name, as you apparently know, is uh, Tripwitz the Traveling Tailor. I found myself on your mountain accidentally. Um, I was wondering if I could trouble you for something to eat and perhaps a map or anything. Um, I'm not quite sure where I am. Come inside. Well, this is going quite well. He closes the door behind you before kind of like slowly, you can tell very contemplative, con- contemplatively looking over or walking over to uh, the table that um, sits uh, adjacent to what would be a kitchen. You don't know where you are. Uh, yes, and don't worry. I'm not expecting anything for free. Um, I have things to trade. I have things to barter. If you need anything repaired, I can repair it. Um, and you don't know who I am. Uh, no, but I would love to learn. You seem like a very amicable person. Who apparently knows me, which is beneficial. And you don't know where Talanashta is. I don't know what a Talanashta is. Should I? Hold on, let me think about it. Are you all right? I seem physically well. Had a physically, fantastic you're night's fine, sleep. Fine, yes, but mentally, let me let me let me make you some breakfast. Um, That'd be much obliged. He goes over to the kitchen and begins uh, preparing some different food. You can see he tears um, some bread. He grabs some uh, what looks like to be a very basic porridge or something of some sort. Um, Go ahead and make a perception check for me. Let me use my non-combat die. Non-combat. Let's see if he can do this. Apparently, I'm in combat because that's not very good. Eleven. Excellent. Um, you watch him prepare the food for just a little bit before kind of looking around and taking in your surroundings. Um, the cabin itself is um, modest but you can tell there's a like it has a very like hand-built vibe to it where like Mm. the table and the chairs have all been carved um and there are like certain creature comforts like there's definitely like a couch that he has that faces the fire pit along with a rocking chair um there's uh kind of a not a second story but like a, a half story where you go up a few steps um, and there are some bedrooms up there kind of like your mom's house um, oh yeah okay it's it's very um, uh yeah no I, I'm, I'm picking up what you're putting down yeah so it's very not, rustic cottage core yeah definitely a little rustic cottage core not tiny and poor by any means but also not like you know those luxury mountainside resorts type things either um just kind of a, a an actual home basically yeah um you sit at the table and take all this in before he um, comes over and stops in front of you and sets down this bowl of porridge along with uh, this chunk of bread and a spoon. 
um, eat. This will make you feel oh, fantastic. Uh, I'll reach into one of my coat pockets and pull out a Hero's Handy Spice pouch. Throw some cinnamon, throw some mm-hmm. sugar in there. Mm-hmm. Just really yeah, stir it up all nice. Uh, and I say, I have no gods to pray to, but I, you are welcome to do so if that is a policy that you follow. If you don't mind, I'm going to just dig in. Um, you are welcome to eat. And I just slam that. Excellent. Um, it's not like pretty make, either. Go and make a constitution save with Oh, good. A thing that I'm really good at. 16. Okay. As you begin to eat, you notice a, a complex amount of flavors. You know, there's oh, wow. the cinnamon and the sugar that you added to it. And what you would imagine to be a very bland base is not the case. Um, as you begin to eat, you notice um, a lot of herbs, a lot of spices, um, before oh. you quickly realize, and they don't go well together. Wow. Like, it's not tasty. That uh, is something. As you quickly begin to realize that there is something that has been done to this porridge. This isn't a poor cook. This was intentional. You're starting to think back on just some of the little things that you begin to see Yorick add and panic begins to set in before the faintest memory of who Yorick is finds itself fading into your memory. You see him playing with a uh, small uh, dark elven girl, small drow girl. You see him working in this shop. You begin to feel a sort of uh, kinship with this stranger. And over the next 30 minutes, you're slowly, you're brought, you're, the effects of a lesser restoration cell are uh, brought upon you through the use of herbalism. He, uh, he'll say, finish eating. And when you remember, let me know. Before going and grabbing a uh, a book and putting his feet up by the fire as he eats his porridge. Uh, I eat faster, but silently and with less exuberance. <laughs> After a little while, uh, you find yourself back completely with who you are. Sitting there at the table of Yorick, your friend and one of your greatest fears. Hello again, uh, Yorick. Ah, and my friend has returned. How are you? I don't know. How did you come to be here? The same way that I'm going to have to go. You are very full of riddles today. I will be back. But I, there are people who desperately need me right now. I understand. Um. I have not received uh, some updates in some time. Can you tell me where Talanostra is? 
I'd very much like to speak with her. I, I will be back, and I'll tell you everything. Okay. I promise. Um, and then he will grab hold of his amulet of the planes and uh, plane shift to pandemonium. Okay. You uh, cast plane shift and arrive in pandemonium. And it's hard to tell where you are. You're not at the plains of Illaver. Um, I can specify a location that I have been before. Perfect. Excellent. Uh, you cast plane shift and you arrive just on the outskirts of the plain of Illaver. Um, you can see uh, the dome is still um, up. That's good. There's also a faint flicker of this little fairy light in the distance beyond it. Um, but at the moment, you can see the dome. Um, I will sprint over to the dome. <laughs> you, you start sprinting over the dome, and as you get closer, um, like about you know, you, your vision is pretty is pretty limited because of the nature mm-hmm. of the volume. But once you get within sixty feet, where you can kind of really see within the dome, you watch as uh, Volna, Catherine, and Edward finish stepping through a door. Uh, and then uh, Tevut is left by herself in the dome. Wait, no, no, no! Oh, God! Again. That means that they're alive. That's... Oh, God. Um, Tevut. Uh, I will hustle to the dome. Hello? Damn, boys, hello! <laughs> Uh, Grandmother! <laughs> uh, Tedwood stands Grandmother! up. Uh, I, Turn it's around! Not, it's not a, a door. Every now and then I get... Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> you can just uh, walk through. I haven't been given permission. Uh, okay. She steps out of the dome. As soon as she does, it just snaps and disappears. Oh! Ah! Uh, Oh, this is so loud. Yeah. I didn't and think that through. she transforms into this massive uh, silver dragon, just gargantuan in size, before draping her wing over you and kind of tucking her head inside of it. Ah, that's, that's better. Uh, I will learn. Hello, Abanti. It is nice to see you again. Yes, Grandmother. I am so sorry. Um, uh, for what? I... I mean, I left again. You, you had your own life. Don't worry about me. You have your life to live. You know, well, you have I, to go make your memories and become your own man. I'm, I'm sorry. I, I saw um, Edward and Volna and, and Catherine leave. I caught the tail end of them. Ah, uh, yes. Some pretty purple man showed up. Okay, that's either very good or very bad. Was Renaya with them? Uh... Cather sent her, banished her to okay. somewhere. I wasn't paying That's good. I, I'm sure that it probably went to the, well, it could have not gone to them to a plane, come to think of it. So I'm, I'm sure that uh, that's just something I'll have to deal with later. Why didn't you go with them? I can't believe. You know, I considered that possibility. Um, but Cather knows to find an Arkin flower which would help in the ritual to remove my branding. Arkenflower, okay. 
do I know about the Ark and Flower or conveniently oh, yeah. You're like, yeah, oh, yeah, an Ark and Flower. Yeah, 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 100%. Do I happen to have one because I do a lot no, of magic research no, stuff? Dang it, it was no. worth a shot. Okay, I thought I'd try. Yeah, yeah, um, it's, it's always worth to ask. The worst thing you can do is say no. Um, okay, okay, I have a question. So, you can't leave. No. What if it's not... What if I... What if there's a door that leads into a room that the door is kind of still here and the room is kind of here too. Aventy, while I appreciate the effort to bend the rules, I am happy to stay here until you can either help me or I find my peaceful end. Okay, but I don't want the last one to happen. Well, then go find the Arkenflower. Okay, how do I find you when I find the Arkenflower? I'll be around. This sucks. Some things in life suck. At this point, you notice the flittering little light beyond getting kind of, not brighter, but almost a little bit bigger, kind of like it's getting closer. And you can now hear over the wind the footsteps. Do you know what that is? Um, it's been going on back and forth for a while. Do I know what this is? Kind of want to go check it out. Do Do I know what it is? Um, based off of the clues that you have right now, it's hard to tell. Uh, about five seconds later, though, the uh, outline of a gigantic figure kind of steps out of the darkness. Within the, over the next 30 seconds, you quickly realize that there is a fire giant dreadnought that <laughs> is chasing bad. like a firefly of some sort, almost like a kid playing with a bug for the first time, uh, chasing it around uh, before it like, kind of like is, is the firefly kind of dances past. And as it does, its vision kind of like notices you guys and it like immediately like looks over at potentially new play toys. Don't move. I'm pretty sure its vision is based off of movement. Uh, you quickly realize that that's wrong as he begins charging going, towards you guys. I'm going uh, to cast like to dancing lights. Okay. Uh, in just a figure right next to his head, and then Ooh. I'm just it's gonna oh. it's gonna dance, oh. and then oh. and then just start running the opposite direction of that. Uh. <laughs> As it goes running off in the opposite direction. Okay. That, I'm glad I didn't go check that Please, out. Please, yes. Grandmother, I need you to stay safe. I will stay around here. Okay, that's potentially good. Um, that's where you know where I am. Yes. Don't forget me. Don't forget that I will be coming back for you. And don't die. I promise at least two out of the three. That's a good percentage. That's above 50. We round that up. (laughs) We round that up every time. You have people to go take care of. Now go. I will be all right. I'm not very good at that. Great, okay, I'm going to once again grab my amulet of the planes. Um, okay. Okay. So hear me out. I have a question. Yeah. So 
what if it isn't purposeful that they get teleported? What if, what if just, ah, dang it. I thought it was worth a shot. Um, so I failed my intelligence check, which means that I roll a D100 and on a one through 60, I go to a random location on the plane that I named on a 61 to hundred. I travel to a randomly determined plane of existence. Okay. Okay. So also, um, this is each creature and object within 15 feet of me. Perfect. Just figured I'd throw that one in there. You'd think, oh, Aaron, you're good at uh, uh, at checks like that. You normally you'd be right, uh, but I travel to a random location on the material plane. Uh, okay. He just happens to reappear at Warwick's York shop. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Um, That's how it worked the first time. Uh, let's let's do this. Um, Roll a d4 for me. Oh, oh goody. Uh, two. Okay. You arrive in Othala. Oh, that's not bad. That's a positive. Um, I make my way to uh, the big fancy place uh-huh. and shoot our teleportation circles broken. God, I'm going to have to take the long way around. I'm gonna, I'm gonna plane shift. To, I, mean, I don't know, somewhere else. Do you not have a teleport spell? No. Or the of course spell? not. No. Send sending. No. Scrying. No. I'm bad at di- divination. Okay. I can plane shift away and then plane shift back. Okay. Wow, that's a that's a lot of spell slots. Uh, amulet of well, planes has an unlimited amount yeah. of uses. So as long as I don't like teleport into a sea of lava, I'm good. Uh, fair enough, you know. Uh, yeah, sure, go for it. So I'm gonna name, uh, I don't know, some plane I've I've been around. Mechanus, go to Mechanus, please. Go to go to Gloss's palace. Uh, yeah, and, no, I'll I'll stop by Glossia real quick. Yeah, so babe. Go, so you name the abyss. Okay, sixteen. We're good. Okay, I so teleport. Good. Yep, teleport to jail. Yep, hundred percent. It's always on the outside of jail. Yeah, you go inside or you're just leaving right away. No, I go, I'll see you around, sweetie. I will be back. You feel a gaze on you. I wink. <laughs> uh, and, I'll, and now I'll teleport once more to Gambit's Keep. Nice. Ah! Come on. Okay, we're good. We're yeah, good. Thanks. Got like a 19. We're fine. Right. Uh, you show up. <laughs> you teleport into the, uh, the kind of central uh, uh, courtyard area. And you, as you show up, you arrive as uh, Cather's throwing up on what now is your feet. No, Thank I goodness up, you're I, alive! I, I threw up in the sink. Oh, oh. I yeah, am you, in the sink. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he lands in the sink. Abathy, <laughs> <laughs> when did you get here? I just got here. I am so sorry. I, you're sorry. Is everyone I'm, okay? I just threw up on you. I'm so sorry. It kind of like immediately like grabs a towel and like no, starts wiping No, I'm in off. a. That's why I teleport into the sink. There's water right next to me, all the time. Is everyone okay? Uh, We're okay. Are you okay? Are Where you did you okay? go? Well, yeah, you I, just left. I am so, so sorry. So we're told. I'm, I didn't see it, but. Yes. Um. No, I'm fine. I'm completely unharmed. Totally well. Um. That's that's uh, that's good. Yes. 
I went back to get you, and I saw you leaving um, with, uh, we can say his name, right, Raniah, like, while you're here? Like, that's I fine. know what you're talking about. Probably best if we don't. Yes, I saw you leaving with the unnamed, fiendishly handsome devil. See what I did there? Yeah. Right. Okay. Um, That's but yes, really I, unfortunate timing. I. It was dastardly. Or really convenient. One yes, and you made it back um, safe. That's good. I heard that um, you had to banish Renaya from Tevut. Yes, I did. That's good. And you made it back all fine, no problems? For yeah. the most part. My tummy kind of hurt a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine, Edward. You're fine. I'm just, I run over and I, I pinch his cheeks. I'm like, I'm just happy you're alive. Uh, oh. So, Abathy, oh. can we ask, where did you go? Um, I stared into the face of something older than the gods themselves, older than all of creation, and temporarily lost all memory except for who I was. Okay. Um, so, in that befuddled state, I Befuddle. went to the um, glowing orb in the sky, right. and it didn't like me. Uh-huh. So, still not knowing who or where I was, I was beset by shadow demon creatures that had a lust for my blood. Not knowing where or who I was, really, I teleported randomly back to the material plane to a place that I, at that point in time, did not know. But I did know. And now we need to go back there because I promised I would go back there and I don't want to break another promise, which I seem to have a habit of doing and I've been trying to break for the past 20 years and have as of yet failed to do so. Okay. Sure. That's a lot to break down. Okay. Yes. I suppose Um, we can make a quick pit stop um, to drop off. Did you, I should ask, how did it go in the giant flowing orb in the sky? Uh, oh, we got the thing. Uh, Edward yeah. has it. Edward pulls out the the adamantine ah. uh, term fruit. Yeah, yeah so, so I mean, if we can, if we can make a, at least a quick pit stop into Vorster, they're able to drop that off. I'm sure well, yeah, so I can teleport all of us to a random location, <laughs> to, to a location that I know. Then I can teleport us back. Um, you well, have I, a teleportation circle. It's just that you'd have to you'd have to do the casting of it to use it. I don't think any of us. Renan does. Renaya has a spell teleportation circle? It's, it's oh, yeah. kind of sketchy. I will say you'd have to succeed on an arcana check to not, like, splice yourself in half. That's but, fine. You know. That's fine. Wait, do I? Hold on. I know that you could yeah. have it. It might be the cleric thing from your cleric thing. I, an arc- I have, I yeah, I have teleportation circle. I have yeah. teleportation circle. Okay. And I, I yeah. also do have one more use of my helmet if... Uh, if the the circle maybe fails. Yes, I remember you got a helmet. I, d- I don't know if we need to use that to get out of Wisteria Vale, though. You may want to clean it out first. Um... That's fair. I grab a bucket of water and well, I. Well, we're right next to the sink. A little bit. Yeah. <laughs> Start scrubbing it with a little brush, a little sponge. Um, fantastic. Um, uh, I can assist in any way that you would like me to. Um. Uh, well, I guess I looked at I, I looked at Renaya and Edward. I mean, are we? Do we need to do anything else here? I mean, I I think I'm pretty much good to go. Um, I'm set and prepped and ready to rock. Going. I'm on a rock. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. What was that, Renaya? I I only heard a little bit of it. I I said okay. I guess we're going. 
Okay. Because this is potentially the last chance that we're going to be here for a little while. Because we got a really big to-do list. <laughs> Just like saying. seven things all going on at um, once. Um, yeah. I do have something that I need to do. Um, if you would be willing uh, to give me... And not actually that long, like 10 minutes. So In I'm, those 10 I minutes, Olna will approach Renaya. Oh, uh, hi. Hi. Um, so I'm going to be leaving here in a little bit. Um, what? I'm, I'm, well, I got to go back to this cross guide. You know, I was here. Uh, but I need, we need to get our sending stones. Also, um, just happened to notice that you kind of have a tear stain on your cheek. After oh, you my mascara. Back. <laughs> <laughs> um, something going on? You okay? You want to talk about it? I'll, I'll give you a really quick rundown because I don't, I don't, I don't know how much time I got. Okay, so you know, do you know that I was like raised in a cult family? I do now. All right, yeah, so I was raised in a cult family. I got banished, right? Okay. Well, uh, the banishment thing sent me to uh, one of the places that they usually stay. They've been staying there pretty recently, and they left me a letter. A good letter or a bad letter? I don't know. Okay. I mean, like, from the sound of it, you'd think it was good. But uh, with context, it's not great. Okay. But don't worry about it. It's fine. Everything's fine. I'm fine. Burning building around you. <laughs> <laughs> Sips coffee. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, well... Keep me updated on that situation and let me know if you need anything. Maybe talk to Cather, but I think he's still a diss. I think he's just trying to be less of a diss, so. He does have himbo energy. <laughs> okay, um, but <laughs> I I will message you while sending, not message. But you, it's 25 words. Be okay. Don't be vague. 25 words, and, and, no and don't use ums. Okay. And, and answer questions first, and then add on your fluff, because otherwise it cuts off, and then I get upset. Okay. I'm going to get us some sending stones. Oh, that's a good idea. But in the meantime, if Yeah, that... okay. All right, all right, okay. Anyway, at this point... Fist bumps. It's like... <laughs> it's like the, the Spy Kids fist bumps, where it's like, you know, like... <laughs> uh, the rest of you. Are you all ready to go? Katha, are you doing something? There is one thing I would like to do before we head out, DM. Okay. As as Renaya is prepping the teleportation circle, I would like to go over to Mary's room. Mary! Yeah, okay. And I'm just going to knock on her door um, and wait just a moment to, to, to he hear if there's any sort of response or anything. You want me to step in? Go for it, sure. Great. Uh, the door cracks open. I peers out. I Mary. Uh, and Catherine will kneel down. Um, we're about to head out again. Uh, might be gone for a little while. There's a lot of things we're trying to accomplish here within a, a short amount of time. Um, and I know that things have been have been tough. Um, and I'm sorry that we aren't always around to 
help. But if you would like, um, maybe next time that we're here for a few days, I could, uh, the two of us could maybe spend some time. I could maybe show you a, a few tricks of my own with those with that blade that you have. You seem quite capable, and it's actually re quite remarkable what you're able to do at such a, such a young age. Uh, the door will uh, really quick, like, snap open and then close behind her. She slips out, and she will rush into a hug and just say, oh. I'm really sorry about all the things that I said. Please don't leave. I like it here. Please don't throw me away. Catherine will, like, caught off guard for just a moment, but then just wrap her in his arms and just give it a, a little bit of a squeeze. I'm like, you are always welcome here, Mary. And we will not leave you. I promise. We'll see each other soon, okay? Uh, she doesn't respond, but she does nod her head and then f faster than she exited the door. Yeah, she, she will somehow escape your arms and then uh -huh. like phase through it. Yep. Like it is so fast. Uh -huh. uh, yeah, Cather will stand and actually kind of wipe a, a small tear away uh, before uh, regroup green with everyone else getting ready to, to leave. Okay, perfect. Rena, you begin um, preparing this spell for teleportation. It's hard. You know, where you're trying oh, yeah. to do it is not easy. Uh, eventually, you just give up and don't do it in your teleportation room. You do it in, like, the courtyard where you draw the chalk and the symbols and everything like that. And you are teleporting to Wisteria Vale. Is that, did I remember that correctly? Is that where we're going? Yes, to drop off the, the little little thingy. Okay, beautiful. Um, you uh, draw the runes, you finish the casting, um, and you all step through the teleportation circle, arriving in uh, Wisteria Vale. Uh, specifically, you guys now have connection to one of the circles that are in the um, kind of that work area, the uh, large uh, place where they do all those experiments. The Atelier or... or the at Atelier. The Atelier. I always want to put the R on it, but that's not the Yeah, right. it's like French or something. It is French, yes. Um, the Atelier. Uh, you arrive... Being unexpected guests, um, people kind of quickly like look around at you as you just kind of show up in a workshop of highly advanced wizards. Nothing to see yeah. here. <laughs> do, 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 do. Uh, Carry on. Hi. Yep. Greetings. Hello. Good day. <laughs> hi. Uh, hi. 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 Um, before making your way up the stairs to where you know Adelar Crave's uh, location to be, you open the doors to his upper workshop and you can see that he is tinkering around on something. Um, you step in, and he, uh, looks up. Ah, uh, welcome back. Uh, Hello. hi. Yes, we're, we may have retrieved the token. Um. You did? Yes, from Pandemonium. That's phenomenal. I, that's, and that was so fast. I'm, I'm impressed that you're all what day alive. is it right now? Like, what's the date? Oh, that's important. Whatever the normal date would be. Okay, so they travel so the, same, the right amount of time. Yeah. Okay, cool. That's good. <laughs> it's 30 years in the future. <laughs> yes, Adelar, this is Adelar Crave's son. <laughs> yeah. We got Adelar Crave Jr. <laughs> uh, um, well, if if you'd like, you can give that to me and I can get it to Wisteria. Um, 
I assume, are you busy? Are you going to be around for a while, or? Um. Yes, Renai. Uh, yes. Well, well, I, I want to insight check that he's going to give it to Wisteria. Okay, no. Go for it. Just, I, this guy, I'm still sus. I don't like him. I, he's sus. Fair. He's a creepy And he's boy. working, he's working on, like, the cage thingy, right? He was working on the cage thingy. What a butthead. Oh, well, that wasn't I mean, a great role. I got a 13. He seems, even even with your suspicion, he seems to be 100% honest that he's going to get this to Wisteria. From what you can tell. I think the real question is, are they both going to betray us horribly? <laughs> yes. That yeah, enough, that's but... a possibility that I've thought about a lot. Yeah, I, yeah a lot. A lot. <laughs> like, they, this seem, they seem way too convenient. This feels very old man beckoning <laughs> into a... <laughs> Into a Just, we're gonna lock you into system. a cellar with Prozius again. But see, now the real no. question is, how are we gonna respond the same way a second time? Hopefully, with just more adequate and accurate violent force. I don't have a demon anymore. We're gonna go directly for Catherine's dad, or for yeah. Edward's dad, directly for it. Yeah, hundred percent. This this time, Edward knows who to target. I mean, that's again, right. That's like right. from the vibes that we were picking up, like. Clovar seemed to be a decent seemed human being. Seemed to be being, legit. You yeah. know. And I say human being even though he was actually a bad. Yeah, we know. But, so... Very old man Jafar in the prison yeah. with Aladdin. That's funny. Right? So it's like, you know. I don't think Edward would think any of that. So Edward goes, by all means. Yeah, no. Here Edward hands it over. You watch his ally goes, Yes! But I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> Unlimited power! <laughs> just start shooting lightning all over the place. Uh, like, excuse me. Power. He then proceeds to put it in a little cloth bag, like a little velvet bag, um, before stuffing it into um, his bag, like his personal bag that he carries around with him. That's sus. I'm going Who carries to... two bags? Well, it's like a small like pouch, like almost like a jewelry pouch for the thing. prepared on hand. So. Yeah, he knew you guys were showing up eventually. That's a tell. That's an evil person tell. You have that's two bags. Sus. He thought we'd survive. Sus. <laughs> I thought we'd be massive bags float behind him. No, I have three sus. spools. I don't carry any bags. Wister, <laughs> <laughs> well, as soon as possible. Um, I, you guys didn't answer my question. Are you staying? Are you not staying? No. We have we, we have too too many things that we have to get done in a very short amount of time, so we are unfortunately have to book it out of here. But yes, uh, but let us know. Uh, uh, let us know how the the ritual goes, and we will. Is meet there up a with reason you would want us to stay? Yeah, unless given good reason, we're going. But if you give us a good reason, we might stay. Even with good reason, we might go. I mean, uh, I don't know when we're going to perform the ritual. I would imagine as soon as possible. The ritual. The ritual. The, the wicked witch of the ritual. Do we want to be here for the ritual, or do we want to... That was my only concern, if you might want to look into time. it. Otherwise, I know you and Wisteria have kind of a deal, so... I yes, I will be back to make sure that she fulfills that deal when I have the proper tools at hand. I, I suppose, perhaps, if Wisteria Vale has a way of messaging us from... Uh, through magical means. Yeah, like a sending stone. We, we could do Excellent. He, he hands you guys a set of sending stones. Great. This connects with me and Wisteria, and so it's a three-way call. Yeah, we no, will give you, when, when you guys are ready for the ritual, we will give you an update as to whether Testing, we testing. Ah, 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 that's so loud. Sorry. Yeah, it makes the feedback noise because they're too close <laughs> together. <laughs> you know. Oh. Um, 
but thank you for your help. Uh, we have to get out of here. Uh, well, I wish you luck on whatever thing you're working on, and um, we'll keep you updated on our plans. Yes. Right. Fantastic. Okay. Uh, Bye. Now everyone we, step into my door. As we walk oh. away, <laughs> uh, and we momentarily have like a hollow circle, it's like, okay, so what, what are we doing next? Yeah, where are we going? I am taking you, um, you know that friend, that, that Smith? Uh-huh. Right. Yes, I, I accidentally ended up teleporting to his house okay. when I didn't know who I was. Okay. Um, and I promised that I would be back, and you needed to go there anyway, so I just figured, I mean, I can go there alone. I suppose that I was rushing things, but um, I, I'd rather I not. Mean, I it would be helpful to me if we could pay him a visit. I would, I would like to at least look into if he could assist me with the repair of my sword, certainly. Um, yes, yes. However, I'm just, I, I also want us to keep a, a good head on all the things that we're trying to accomplish, because apparently stuff is going down where Leshka is. Uh, what? Guarding. Is he okay? Well, I, I don't He's know. Renata, fine. Is he okay? He's okay. I mean, it's a little sketchy, but he's fine. He's Leshka. He's died before. He doesn't stay down. It's fine. That's yes. good to know. Uh, but apparently there are, there's more activity at the Valley of Kings where the next possible piece of the rod. Yes, it's certainly something to look into. So, okay, um, well, Cather is but, getting your sword possibly repaired going to uh, butcher your best? Um, yes. The answer is yes. Okay, let's go. Great, step into my door. I'll cast a demi-plane to make a small I, I room with nothing in it. Abathy, Do you, you know the location? Some, if you have something from there. I don't. There, okay. I have nothing. Step into my demi-plane. <laughs> okay. He's got the dirt on his boots. <laughs> Yeah. Um, step into the demi-plane. It's a, it's a nice, warmly lit wood room with nothing in it. Yep. And There's then an I'll, I will cast Plane Shift with my legitimate 7th level spell, not from the magic item. So that way, I don't have to roll a die and potentially send us all into... Pandemonium! <laughs> yeah, that would be awkward, right? Be Just, awkward. Oh! As howling winds rip through, yeah. there are worse. I could accidentally send us to like the negative plane. Hey, at least the that wind would, be, would block out my. That would be pretty sucky. That, yeah. yeah, as you all instantly like compress on yourselves and become nothing but uh, like electrons. darkness and shadow. Yeah, it would yeah. suck. Yeah, uh, so yeah, I will plane shift us to uh, Yorwick's home. Beautiful. It's going uh, to be very cold. Okay. He says that as you all arrived a second later. The plane shift spell has a slightly different feel to it than um, than the teleportation circle. Well, the teleportation circle feels kind of like you're getting like folded in on yourself and then suddenly like appearing like 10 feet away. This feels like when you're taking off on a flight and you have like your stomach kind of weird and stuff mm -hmm. like that and your ears need to pop and all that type of stuff. That's more than the sensation when you cast plane shift as you're traveling from one plane to another. Um, but you arrive in that kind of center, not like courtyard, but kind of like middle ground between the workshop and the cabin. Um, it is very cold at this point um, in this location. It's getting dark compared to where you guys are from as the, the time zones. And so uh, the sun is starting to set. The cold is starting to set in. You can tell for those of you who haven't been here before, it is a 
uh, very mountainous environment. You can tell you're high in the mountains. Um, there's snow-capped peaks all around you. There's a little bit of snow on the ground. It's very, very rocky, not a lot of vegetation, um, very uh, remote area. But you can see that there's some cut steps in the stone leading up to a really nicely looking cabin, really well built. And behind you guys is a rather large workshop that you can see. It's a big um, chimney stack that comes out of it. Uh, you can see wood piles all around, so on and so forth. Um, yeah. All right, uh, we should go. You approach the cabin uh, and knock on the door once again. After a little while, Yorick opens the door. For those of you who haven't seen him before, he is a very, very tall Goliath man. Um, you can see he's about eight feet tall. Like I said, has kind of that swimmer bod to him where he's very strong and has lots of muscle to him, but it's all long muscle. Um, and so he doesn't look like a bodybuilder per se, but kind of more like Melchior Phelps if he was eight feet tall and just shredded. And even um, more jacked. But just more jacked, you know, proportional to his body. Um, he's wearing very, very plain clothes. At this point, he's wearing boots um, and it seems to be some sort of jacket. Um, bald, you can see he has um, what looks to be very traditional Goliath tattoos coming down off his neck and beneath his shirt and then down onto his wrists and hands. From what you can see, the rest of his body is covered. I didn't expect you to be back so soon. Uh, come, it is cold outside. Come in, come in. And, and your guests, come. Yes. Uh, um, thank you. For this is your wick. Hi. Yes. Uh, York Runebound. It's a pleasure to make all of your acquaintance. Um, this is uh, Katha, Renaya, and Edward. Um, they are the people that I had to so rudely leave uh, to go help, but they had already helped themselves. And then it was just a matter of uh, me locating where they were. And now I'm back. Uh, excellent. I'm glad you are all safe and, and are able to visit my home. I hope it is accommodating to you. If you'd like, there are uh, places to sit by the fire and you can then look over and see that he does have um, quite a large fire going. Um, and he then says, I also have some stew uh, getting ready as well. Um, there should be plenty uh, if you'd all like to have some. I grew the potatoes myself. Potatoes. <laughs> that is uh, very kind of you. Thank you. For... Are you planning to stay the night? I just need to prepare one of the guest rooms, if that's the case. Yes. Probably, yes. Excellent. Um, well, make yourselves uh, comfortable. I'm going to go get that ready. And uh, uh, let me know if the stew is ready. You all look capable of knowing that, so just let yes, me know. Yeah. Um, he then kind of uh, steps away before moving up some of those half stairs to uh, what seems to be um, the bedrooms in the back. Uh, you guys go over by the fire, you warm up a little bit. Um, one of you checks the stew. He also has, he has two massive pots hanging by the fire. One that has stew and one that's almost like kind of like a Dutch oven that's uh, um, baking bread by the fire. Um, and so um, at, at one point you guys check it and it very much is ready and very, very tasty as well. Um, lots of really good spices and seasonings as potatoes and carrots and some sort of meat. Um, very, very tasty. Uh, after a little while, York comes back out. How is it doing? Um, could use some pepper. You have the yes, thing, right? Yes, I do. Uh, um, go, go for it. Um, yeah, let me grab some bowls and, and we should be ready. 
Uh, he then grabs a few bowls. He hands them all out. So, um, I'm happy to have you all here. And I do not mean to be rude at all, but uh, uh, Abanthi was going to inform me and give me some updates, and I, I hope that's okay if I'm not 100% engaged with the rest of you. Um, yes, actually, uh, Katha did have something as well. Um, well, that can... I, I think if you guys want to catch up, sure? that's probably more important than what I have. I mean, it's Do you your like privacy, or? I wouldn't want to hold you back from your gods. They can wait a little longer. I believe okay. that you and your friend, who you have not seen in a long time, deserve to catch up. What do you want Catherine and I to like? Yeah, we could, we, could step, we could step away for a little bit if you would like. Or could sure. just sit down and enjoy our soup. It's good uh, soup. Good soup. Yeah. Yes. Here, I tell you what. Yeah, I, I grab a bowl. I I grab a bowl for myself and Edward and 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 put some soup in it. And I try to get a bowl for Renaya, but fail because it's really hard. Just with the two other Kay. bowls. Yeah. Um, you don't have to. You don't have to. Do Renaya, that. can you? I, uh, yeah. Yes. Sorry. I've got more right here. I can. I, I can do that. Yeah, okay. Uh, I would like I was, it if you did carry my soup. I, that's what I'm doing, Edward. And then, and then, like, bread. And York tears off half of the the loaf and just hands it to you guys to break up amongst yourselves. Yeah, thank you. And then like they like, like head up to like the guest room, and just kind of like sit down and enjoy their their soup and bread. Excellent. You have lovely friends. Yes. Uh, traveling companions. It's nice to see you be social again. It wasn't fully my choice, but there are benefits. I'm sure. So, uh, you were going to uh, tell me about Talanasha. I'm sure she's having a, a wonderful time, whatever she's doing. She's dead. For now. Because of me. How? I let my guard down and I got irritated. And then while I was not there, was crushed by a bunch of rocks. Wizards. Did you kill them? Every last one. turned red with their blood. Did you find her body? 
some of it. I couldn't tell you where it is. I buried it on some unnamed battleground. Not even a stone to mark it. You should have brought her here. To her home. He stands up and goes over to the table and takes the table and in just a very brief moment of rage and grief flips the whole table and this is like a six foot like four inch slab it's probably weighs like six to seven hundred pounds he just flips the whole table and kind of this (sighs) he then goes back to the table and sets it back up and puts one of the chairs back before sitting at the table and burying his face in his hands and weeping. I'm going to get it back. It just took me far too long to figure out how. What do you mean, bring her back? People don't come back from the dead. You should not talk to my friends, then. (laughs) Traveling companions. Most of them have died two or three times. This is wrong. Now, what's wrong is that she died in the first place. And that is your fault but forcing her soul to walk on a material plane is wrong still. Forcing her soul to be trapped in the hands of some deranged lunatic who steals good people is worse. Is she suffering? I don't know. I've never even heard of the thing that took her, but it will hear of me. I don't know if there's much that you can do to help me. Or her. Frankly, I'm at a bit of a loss now. I've already expended most of my resources and I'm just waiting for a call back. Well, if your traveling companions need something of me, I will do what I can. But know this, Aventy. When you get her back, don't ever come to me again. Why do you think that I didn't come here at first? 
The ones above, they do need you. They need good people. I'm a sorry excuse for what they've lost, which is my fault in the first place. Well, let us see what we can do then. For what it's worth, thank you. I'm not doing this for you. I said for what it's worth. Um, Yorick then goes and goes to the, the guest room. Yes, Catherine? While that conversation was going on, there is a, a, a very short conversation Catherine would like to have with Renaya and Edward, if possible. Wait. Oh, Catherine, this soup is so good. Uh, oh, my. Is it, is it actually good, DM? Oh, yeah, 100%. Oh. Just the right amount of pepper. The home-cooked meal. Um, it's good soup. As, as they're kind of sitting there, I imagine it a little awkward given the tension of the room just below us. Yeah, you're kind of uh, like a little, you're like a little fine. And then like you start talking and like two minutes after you start the talking, table. you just hear a, and then it goes back to being quiet. Do you think he killed Abinthy? I like, I like peek down, I hear, and I like hear Abinthy. No, I think he's fine. Okay. Um, Although I am actually glad we, the three of us have a moment together. Um, I mean, obviously, I, I, as I said before, I would like to get my sword repaired because I do think it would be very beneficial to all of us in our goals, but I need your guys' help for it. Um, I can cast Mending! <laughs> I would more than appreciate any help you gave for Naya. Um, you see, I still have something from uh, the others, and um, Cather will pull out a uh, old uh, uh, w uh, bone dagger from uh, his bag, and he'll say, um, Mac gave this to me before uh, he, he died many, many years ago at this point. Um, and I would like to incorporate it into part of the handle, if possible. I'm trying to whittle the, some of the bone down to help provide uh, to help provide a base for the handle. the table. The blade. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I need, I would love some help from you guys, actually, as well, because you see... I, I never quite fully got my Melora. Nope, I can't say that because I don't remember that anymore. Take that, I take that back. Rewind. Why, what was I saying? Uh, I'm sorry, I had a flash of something for a moment. Um, but you see, <laughs> I, I want to repair my sword, but I also want it to mean something more than what it did before. Something to me. The blade was originally actually my adopted father's. Um, many, many years ago, and he gave it to me before I left. Um, but I want it to be, mean something to me, because it reminds me of the people I love. Um, and, um, Edward, I was hoping, or maybe wondering if perhaps you had maybe a, a spare, uh, leather strap that you maybe use for your loot. Um, I always have extra straps on me. I hate that. 
I've, I want to incorporate it into part of the binding for the, for the handle on the blade and the guard. Um, and Renaya, I don't know what sort of mementos you might carry, I know. Um, um. But I was hoping to perhaps something in the cross guard, I could incorporate it, or, um, something to help remind me of you as well. Because I don't want to just walk away and forget about you guys ever again. Um, Renai kind of thinks for a second, and then she she has to kind of like pry the links, but she takes a small chain that's accessorized around her. Queen of the Chain. <laughs> anyway, but she Queen takes of one chain. of those and she hands it over to you. you. I'm not sure what you can really do with it, but it's best Thank I you. got. Renaya. It is more than enough. And he will uh, pocket both the straps and, and the chain. Um, thank you, really, for everything the two of you have done. This trip has been much more than I think any of us thought it would be. And I certainly learned a lot more about myself than I thought I would. We've come a long way. That we have. That we have. At this point, you hear the, the knock on the door. Uh, yes, yeah. Uh, York opens the door. Um, I apologize for any commotion you heard. Um, but it seems as if there are potential ways for me to assist you. I was wondering what those might be. Right. Um, Cather will set down his bowl of soup. Uh, well, I suppose, I mean, I, I guess I don't know if Renaya or Edward have something that they've thought of, but for myself, at least, you see, I... Abinthi speaks very highly of your abilities as a smith. Um, That's very kind of him. And you see, I have this, as Ancather will pull out the broken promise. Uh, first, the, just the, the hilt with the broken piece of the blade, and then after a moment, the rest of the blade will fly out of the sheath and kind of hover mm -hmm. where it normally does. I wish to rebuild the sword. It means a lot to me, and I don't wish to replace it, but simply reforge it into something better. And I was hoping that perhaps you could help accommodate that, if I could help provide maybe some of the materials to use as a base. Um, well, uh, for reforging, most of these materials would be reused. May I see it? Of course, and he will hand it to him. Begins to inspect it, look over different aspects of it. He seems very fascinated by like how the pieces like, yeah, hover kinda. together. Uh -huh. um, why does it do this? Ah, uh, well, I'm not exactly very adept at magic. You see, I uh, am what some would consider a paladin. Uh, once a champion of the gods of death, 
and that blade was blessed by them during my servitude. More recently, uh, about eight months ago or so, uh, actually no, no, a year and eight months ago, uh, I broke my oath, and that broke my blade. And I seek to reforge it because I seek to repair the bonds that I have broken because the world is in desperate need of it. I wish that I would be able to assist you, but these are not the means by any mortal man can fix. If your blade is broken because your oath is broken, then you must take it up with who bears your oath. You help him put the little doohickeys on it? So what do what things? Huh? The little doohickeys. Yeah, all of our little thingies. Doohickeys? He looks at you, Cather, questioning. Um mementos. Emblems to remember my friends. Um there is something I can do, which is to forge a new blade with these mementos that you could then ask to bless instead. Oh, that's a tempting offer. Okay. Can you remake this blade using this as Encather will produce the greatsword from Vizen? I can. It would be a shame to destroy such craftsmanship. But if that is what you wish, then I can use that as the foundation. Would you like another... It seems you have two different styles of, of weapon here. Would you like a long or a great sword? You know, that's a great question, DM. How about a long great sword? Long, How about one that's an anime sword? A one? How about I, just, I want one that switches between the two? Uh, <laughs> uh, a long sword would be more than enough. All right. Well, then, uh, if you leave these with me, I can have it finished within a couple of weeks. take them to the shop then here um and he gathers the sword and the components the uh -huh. bone dagger the chain the leather strap you kind of run him through what you're looking for yeah, stylistic yeah. wise all that type of yeah. uh, stuff before he kind of like nods and leaves the house taking it out to the shop um and he stays there for a little while you don't know if he's working on it or if he's um doing other things you're not quite sure what he's doing but the house is the four of yours now I mean, it's pretty late at night, right? It's it was just sunset a little bit ago, so it's probably like seven o'clock at this point. Okay. Alright, well I had my conversation. <clears throat> Haven't they? <clears throat> Maybe someone wants to <clears throat> talk to him because <clears throat> he just <clears throat> had a major <clears throat> character moment. <clears throat> no, I'm good. I mean 
I guess I'll do if it. We're still in the I upper room. We will <laughs> make our way down. Are you I okay? Thing, I do have a thing I want to do before Beautiful. we close. But if there's yeah. anything anybody else wants to do, I mean, I'm good. I'm you depressed. Go downstairs. So. The four of you kind of sit in and awkward silence for a second while you eat your soup. Still there. Uh, Renata, what is it that you would like to do? Um, once everybody starts like settling in for bed, Renata's gonna try to find somewhere away from everybody. Okay, like how private are you looking for? Because um, it's either you have Yorick's room, the one guest bedroom, the living room and kitchen and dining area, or the shop. It's kind of the only place. I that just, you can go to. I just want to not be heard. Okay. Um, well, if we're all downstairs, you could be up in the guest room. Probably be perfect. pretty all right. Great. You're like, yo, guys, I need a minute. And you go upstairs. I got to go to the bathroom. Be right back. <laughs> boop, boop, boop. Okay. Um, Renaya's going to first make sure that she can't hear them. Okay. She can't hear them. Maybe they can't hear her. But mm -hmm. then... Um, she looks at that letter again. Mm -hmm. And she is going to cast sending to her grandfather. Okay. It's Renaya. You can respond to this. 25 words. Don't be vague, please. Why did you leave that letter? What do you want from me? I know I counted. I planned this out. I'm ready. <laughs> she like wrote it out. She had a little script. I literally, I slid to right here, bro. <laughs> I wish to see my child returned. We miss you. And from what your friend has told us of you, we are proud of the progress you've made and the power you have. I don't know if that's 25 words, but that's where he's going to end it. Was it me, Jesus? <laughs> okay. Oh, gosh. Okay. She's going to cast sending again. What friend? And that's all what she's going to send. The changeling. Blix found them. Oh. I should end right here. How awesome would that be? Oh, oh my goodness. Is Blix alive? Okay, I'm going to cast sending one more time. <laughs> and I'm casting sending to Blix. Okay. Where are you? Are you okay? What did you do? That's all I'm going to send. That's fine. She's keeping it short this time. That's fine. That's great. You do not get a response. It seems as if it falls on deaf ears. 
does like, it like go through? No. You only get one of your characters back in this campaign. All right. I just like truly com- com- like comprehended what you said, Aaron. So <laughs> Renaya is uh, essentially going into a panic attack right now. Um, <laughs> shoot, dude. Yeah, no. Also, I'm not trying to make fun of panic attacks by what I just did, just so everybody's aware. Just in case, you know? Yeah. Just a sound effect. Yeah. It's a shame that we're all too far away to hear it. Yeah, I mean, we're not just gonna stay up there. Oh shit. Um, Catherine Abathy and Edward stand awkwardly in the bottom. Abathy yeah. I mean, if just... somebody comes up, they're welcome to. But Renaya's, um, Renaya's too scared to move. Uh, DM, I did remember a thing I would like to do. Okay. Um, I'm sorry, it's separate from Renaya. So if we want to stick on the Renaya thing, if somebody wants to go like help her out first. Let's stick with the Renaya thing while we're here and figuring things out. Eventually, we'll say Abanthi. You're like, well... I mean, shoot, Catherine will, Catherine will go up and talk to her. I just want to make sure I do a thing before we end that. Okay, great. Go yeah, up, Catherine, someone yeah. go up and talk to her then. <laughs> yeah, it'll, it'll, it, Catherine, like, after a few minutes, is like, you know, I'm going to go check on Renaya. She's, she's been up there for a little while. You know, just want to yeah, make sure. Yeah. I just, I walk up and just... You like Renaya. Do, do the thing. You open the door. Yeah, just partially. open the door and just. Renaya. Renaya's like freaking out. She's pacing. She's kind of like sitting down. She's in shock for a second. She doesn't know what to do. She's having a, a panic attack. Okay. I... She's kind of gone through the phase of that like hard to breathe, tight chest. She's gone through that and she's kind of in the part where it's like numb now. Oh, okay, okay. And so she's kind of just like sitting there. Uh, Catherine will, like, as soon as he sees this, like, open the door and enter and and kind of like somewhat quickly shut the door behind him before like walking over to Renai. Is like, what's wrong? What happened? I. He'll put he'll put his his hands on her shoulder. Sorry, right, just breathe. Breathe. You're safe. You're okay. All right. Just take a moment. And he'll. I think I. What what were you going to say? Go well, ahead. I, I, he was just going to maybe help her like sit down. You know, that way, just try and help her like maybe just try and breathe and relax just a little bit. Take your time. Walk me through what happened. She just kind of looks over to where she left the letter. Gather, I... I think I killed Blix. Uh, why, why Why do you think that? They knew about me because she found them. found your family and I couldn't I couldn't I couldn't message her it didn't go through 
Um, he'll just immediately kind of pull her into a tight hug and embrace. It's okay. It'll be okay. Why did I send her? Why did I do that? Because they're your family, Renaya. And it's hard to break those ties. <laughs> but don't, don't let this define you, Renaya. You never wanted Blix to get hurt, all right? What do I tell Leshka? as is what he deserves. But you also deserve the time to process what this means, all right? If you, if you want to go after them, we'll go after them. If you want to stay away from them, we'll stay away from them. We're here with you, Renaya, to the very end. From the depths of the abyss to the wilds of the forests of the north. Yeah, that's how that saying goes. <laughs> I'm always here. Even when I'm really bad at being here. the chamber quietly um Renaya is gonna take a second to try to compose herself mm -hmm. um and I'm going to cast one more sending do this sending is going to attempt to go to Kai okay Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Let's do it. I'm ready. And Renaya. Sup, babe? Renaya is going to say, Tell my grandfather I'll be home soon. Does it go through? It goes through, and you don't get a response. Good. <laughs> You're like, yeah, shut up. He better not respond. <laughs> <laughs> Very nice. Very nice, Renaya. Um, <laughs> how, you, how you doing over there, Lydia? DJ, why'd you do this to me? <laughs> so, Cather, uh -huh. you had something that you wanted to do? Oh, yeah. Um, 
after after Cather comes back downstairs and just like takes him like he pauses and just like breathes. He's like, "Wow, this has it's been like, quite the day." Another thing on my soul. <laughs> um, and then he will actually just uh step outside and just like uh it's still pretty close to like the door to that, to the mm. home. Uh, but he'll just kind of step outside. Uh, is there like a small like garden or anything I no. could like around? No. Nope. Oh, okay. But he grew so. potatoes somewhere. That's true. There is a like raised garden bed, but not like a garden that you go walk through while you pray for sure. your gods. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, he'll just he'll find uh, like just something still like nearby and visible. So if anyone came searching for him, they could easily find him. But a, a little quieter. Mm -hmm. um, in the cold and he'll just kind of kneel and and just kind of hold his symbol um, and just kind of you know just thinking to himself mostly but again but still praying this you know to the to the gods of death um, do you have your answer basically Cameron, you're fired. <laughs> you, you pray to your gods. You wait in silence. And after just a little while, you see a small flower sprout and bloom out of the ground. What kind of, what kind of flower? A moon lily. Bathed in the blood of a blue... I'm just kidding. I was, was going to say, has it been bathed in the blood of a dragon? <laughs> An arcan flower. That would be pretty sick. I'm just saying. That would be, like, that would be mad. You know, mad sick. Yeah. Uh... Dear okay. God, I, it would be really convenient if you just... <laughs> <laughs> just one dragon. Uh, okay. Okay. Uh, he will... Uh, um, pluck it from the ground. Kind of hold, hold on to it. And kind of just press it close to him. Um, before standing up and making his way back to the house what? with Cather you plucking this flower and getting an answer for your questions with Renaya learning about her family and the open-ended question that was what happened to Blix and with Abanthi finally unfortunately being able to explain to Yorick what happened to Talnashta. We're gonna go ahead and end tonight's session. I know it was a shorter one. Uh, I apologize for that, but Grant's not here and we got things that are important for everybody to be around and we're all exhausted. Aaron's about to get his wisdom teeth taken out. It's gonna be a great time. Anyway, 
I hope you guys enjoyed this one. Good job to my players. You all crushed it with the role play. And I wanted to make a comment earlier, but the timing wasn't great. DJ, your physicality cracks me up nonstop. It's my favorite thing you do. I'm I'm happy to do it. You know, I'm here for it. Um, <laughs> you guys all did great. Hopefully I didn't hurt you and uh, uh, Aaron and, and Lydia. I'm good, good dog. Too much. I um, enjoy the pain. Yeah, suffering's good. Um, but... Check us out on our social medias. Come back Thursday for Table Scraps as we break down this episode. Um, also be on the lookout for Patreon content coming up this month. Um, and be on the lookout for podcast updates, YouTube videos, maybe even a couple of TikToks. If we get around to it, we'll see. Who knows? Um, <laughs> I'll have a lot of free time in the next three days. So it's we'll true. have to see what, what comes of it. Heck yeah. Um, but yeah. We love you guys. We're happy you guys were here to watch. Thank you guys so much for watching. Good luck and Godspeed, Dungeoneers. Have a great night. We'll see you next time. Thank you for watching the Paper Dungeon Podcast. For more content, check out our YouTube, Twitch, and TikTok at The Paper Dungeon, or check out our socials on Instagram and Twitter. For fun D&D talk and updates on the show, check out our Discord. With all that said, good luck and Godspeed. We'll see you next time, Dungeoneers.